History and Current Events program from a cultural perspective. We find this program necessary because Hosea 4, 6 states, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. We as a people can turn this around. Proverbs 4, 7 states, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. It's all about getting get an understanding. Again, welcome to the program this evening with your hosts, Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. The number to reach us to join the conversation this evening is 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. We're streaming live at several locations. You can go to timeforanawakening.com, which is the homepage and catch the live stream. At that location, you can go to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening. Again, that's www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash time for an awakening kiss the live stream there also we're streaming at a bb2me.com forward slash time for an awakening that's a b i b i t u m i forward slash time for an awakening and catch the live stream there or you can download the tune in radio app to any of your devices tune in is a free app and then that tune in search engine just type in time for an awakening there you'll see the icon, and you can stream the program live, even into your car if you have the Bluetooth capabilities or the auxiliary connection. Again, it's time for an awakening radio program with the live stream or the yeah, tune-in app. Drop us an email at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Again, that's timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Time for an awakening also has a fan page on Facebook. In that Facebook search engine, just type in time for an awakening radio program. There you always hear interesting content being posted daily by myself or Brother Richard. And do me a favor, before you leave that page, just hit that like button. That's Time for an Awakening Radio Program with the fan page on Facebook. And Time for an Awakening Media is there. Always full of the latest podcasts of the various programs on Time for an Awakening Media. Interesting articles that you can read, download at later times, and share with your friends. Also, check out that Time for an Awakening Marketplace and our partnership with the BB Toomey. Always interesting things in the marketplace all the time. Various African language classes, classes on education, economics, social systems, health, and much, much more being taught by professors on both the continent and in the diaspora. So make that one of your favorites. Put that in your address bar. It's timeforanawakening.com. Timeforanawakening.com will take you straight to Time for an Awakening Media. It's 7.07 here in the city of Philadelphia on this uh, overcast overcast uh, Sunday evening. And we're in the Sunday edition of Time for an Awakening. Our guest this evening 
medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness Injury Center in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Dr. Frederick Burton will be with us this evening to continue the conversation in the series that me and Brother Richard have been doing, COVID-19, the vaccine in black America. We'll be discussing this and other topics of wellness with Dr. Burton. And we'll get right to our guest this evening. And you can always join us by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. We'll be right back to get the program started after a brief word from our sponsors. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and and our enemies. Everybody is here. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American-owned and operated insurance agency in business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 215- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. Dooley Brothers, specializing in shingle, rubber roofs, gutters, downspouts, and vinyl sidings. Call for your free estimate today, 215-224-3882. That's 215-224-3882. Dooley Brothers Roofing, the roofing experts you can trust. That number again, 215-224-3882. 215-224-3882. Before your roof becomes unruly, call Dooley. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Overworked? Suffering with an underperforming company, headache customer, staff, or vendors? Or are you a startup who wants to get it right the first time and avoid the costly mistakes? We turned a $24,000 a year odd job handyman service into a seven-figure high-end custom home builder and commercial contractor licensed and operating in three states. This is just one transformation created for entrepreneurs like you in various industries around the country. Not what you're used to from accounting and business consulting? Well, welcome to New Business Solutions. If you're ready to go beyond advising, coaching, and training and get implemented results, call 301-244-9072. Let New Business Solutions apply the best comprehensive administrative accounting, operations, human resources, management, sales, and marketing to help you actualize your vision for yourself and your company. 
from anywhere nationally, call 301-244-9072. Spelled new as in numerous on your device right now. Book your free consultation at newbusinesssolutions.com. History is a clock that people use to tell their political and cultural time of day. It is also a compass that people use to find themselves on the map of human geography. History tells of people where they have been and what they have been, where they are and what they are. Most important, history tells a people where they still must go, what they still must be. The relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. From antiquity to the present, our people need to develop a new paradigm. It's time for an awakening with your host, Brother Elliot. Sundays, 7 p.m., Fridays at 8 p.m. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit us up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Welcome back. The time for an awakening. It's uh, <clears throat> 8-12 here in the city of Philadelphia. Before we get started with our program this evening, I want to welcome in my co-host, Philadelphia activist and tour guide at the African American Museum. Here in Philadelphia at 7th and Arch Street, Brother Richard is with us. Brother Richard. Yes, sir, Brother Elliot. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm getting along for today. I'll, I'll say it that way. Yeah, I know. But, I know, hey, I know. Um, I'm looking forward I'm I know you were kind of stretched this, uh, thin there because you'd be moving around a lot, Richard. So I knew you was kind of winded there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I I got caught in that um that downpour uh, yesterday, so I think it, that kind of wiped me out. Um, okay. But I'm looking forward to um, you know speaking with that. I used to uh, be able to hear Dr. Burton um, um, regularly, but. Um, you know, as early in early years, so it's it's good to be in conversation, especially around um, the topic that we're you know continues to kind of develop and share with the Time for Awakening audience that get us to be able to um, think about not just what we need to optimize do to optimize our own health, but what we need to do to optimize the health of 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 the Black community or Black people um, in general and especially where we live. And that, that one, of, one of the ways is in being able to be informed about how we should um, engage ourselves, especially in relationship to this pandemic. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, Richard, we've been doing this, uh, this series that we kind of put together, um, COVID-19, uh, the vaccine in the black community. And we've been having uh, some of our health professionals come on here to talk about alternatives, uh, to talk about why, uh, this quote unquote vaccine is suspect. Um, we're going to continue this conversation and, and, uh, approach it from all areas tonight with our guest, medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton wellness and injury center in Wynwood PA. Dr. Fred Burton is with us. He's been in practice serving Philadelphia and the surrounding communities for over 35 years. We're glad to have him here with us this evening. Dr. Burton, are you with us? I, I can I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear. Wonderful. I'm How glad, you guys doing? I'm glad to have you with us. All right, time for an awakening, Doctor Burton. I'm, I'm doing very well now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're here, Doctor Burton. Uh, before we get into it and talking about the 
uh, this uh, quote-unquote vaccine, uh, what's going on in our communities, uh, tell the audience, uh, the audience of the Philadelphia area is very familiar with you and your practice. But just to give the uh, listening audience that's outside the area uh, just a little synopsis of who you are and uh, and how long you've been practicing. Well, I'm a um, physician who studied uh, medical school at Meharry Medical College in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, from 1976 to 1981, I did my internship at Howard University Hospital and then residency at Providence Hospital in Northeast Washington, D.C. And I've been practicing here in the Philadelphia area since 1984. I got started in alternative medicine in 1986 uh, after a 12-year uh, journey to get through my training. My plan was always to do alternative medicine, which made me uh, not necessarily a pariah, but at least an outsider through most of my medical training because most of my colleagues were planning to do standard medical practice. And um, my uh, feeling was that standard medical uh, practice in America is not good enough for people who really want to be healthy because the bottom line is uh, corporate profits for the drug companies and the insurance companies. So, uh, 1986, I was able to find a gentleman uh, who's a naturopathic doctor uh, out of New Jersey who uh, introduced me to alternative therapies, and uh, that got me started. And then from that point on, I uh, made connections with various alternative practitioners throughout the world, and uh, they were uh, gracious enough to teach me their techniques and methods, and it's been uh, quite a journey and a mostly successful one, I must say. Dr. Burton, let's let's uh let's kind of shift gears and get right into it. Uh, okay. I guess uh, over the past year, year and a half, we've seen what's been going on with this worldwide pandemic. Uh, we've seen what has happened and the evolution of it here in this in this country in particular. Uh, going from social distancing to and mass mandates to developing a quote unquote vaccine people taking it and we seem to be back to square one at least they you know some of the the media hype and things of telling the people that they were out of the woods uh you take these shots you're protected and now the truth is starting to seep out talk about your perspective of this virus this vaccine when it came out talk about it from your perspective of a holistic doctor and somebody that have observed uh, illnesses, uh, vaccines over the years. I'm not, I'm not talking about this particular one, but others. And what makes this dangerous and different, especially for black people? Well, let me go back to the beginning. In 1978, I uh, uh, started uh, my second year at uh, Meharry Medical College. And uh, in your second year of medical school, you... Uh, take a course in microbiology. And during that microbiology course, there's a section where they teach you immunology. And that's where you learn about vaccines and the history of vaccines and how they're developed and uh, the efficacy and, and the like. And I have to admit that when they got into the section about uh, influenza vaccines, I had to actually bite my tongue because uh, what they were describing to me made no sense. What they were saying to me was that... Uh, Every year there's a different flu vaccine, I mean, a, a flu viruses or viruses. 
You know, there may not be just one virus that comes along, okay, every year. That's why you get uh, different flu shots every year. They would never give you a, a 2018 uh, influenza vaccine for a 2014 influenza. Uh, in other words, they, would, they wouldn't give you a, a flu vaccine that was made in 2014 for a 2018 outbreak because it's a different virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because uh, these influenza viruses, which are um, mostly from the corona family, have a tendency to mutate uh, what they call variants, but that actually they're a different viruses altogether. So once you understand that basic premise that they're always changing, uh, then you have to understand the fact that in order to develop a effective vaccine, it usually takes anywhere from two to five years to develop that. That in and of itself tells you something's a little crazy here, because if it takes two years minimum to develop a vaccine, and every year the thing is changing, it's always, it's like trying to hit a moving target. So, of course, I didn't say anything about that. Uh, I assume most of my colleagues were listening when they were telling uh, telling us this. Uh, and I, you know, wrote what I needed to write on the test to pass the test. But essentially, uh, I was always suspect of the influenza vaccine. Now, let's go back to 1975 when I was still a college student in Long Island University. And my daughter, who at the time was uh, six months old and receiving her uh, third set of uh, vaccines, routine childhood vaccines, she got sick at the doctor's office and ended up in intensive care two days later with a spiking temperature of 103.6. I was told she had spinal meningitis and she spent 10 days in intensive care, pediatric intensive care. And I was told that she survived, she'd probably be retarded. And I'm thinking, nobody's asking about the vaccine because she was fine until I took her to the doctor to get the vaccine. So from 1975 on, I've been suspect of vaccines in general long before COVID hit. Now, let's talk about COVID. COVID hit in 2019, and they call it COVID-19 because it was discovered in 2019. And as I told folks back in 2020, when it first broke out here in the United States, it's not going to stay the same. So even if they develop a vaccine, if the vaccine is effective, COVID-19 is not going to stay COVID-19. It's going to become COVID-20 and COVID-21. So now people are getting infected with a uh, COVID so-called after getting vaccinated and people are wondering, well, how could that happen? Well, why wouldn't it happen? That's what happens. I mean, it it was never a surprise to me. Uh, I understand Jesse Jackson, who was uh, uh, vaccinated in January, he and his wife in the hospital now with COVID again. Well, that's because this is not COVID-19. They've got Delta now. And one of the things I find very, very interesting is that uh, about a month or so ago, uh, the the news was replete with stories about India and how India was just suffering uh, from this Delta virus, which is the first time you really heard of a Delta virus. And they were burning uh, dead bodies in the streets and they were talking about how devastating the virus was in India. Well, if you turn on your news now, you can turn any news outlet, you don't hear anything about India. What happened in India? I expected that the next thing you'd hear about India was the sound that a person, last person in India, closing the door because everybody died. But that's not what happened. You don't hear about India anymore because India got their virus under control using ivermectin. Now, 
What I find very interesting about this whole pandemic is two things you don't hear on the news, no matter what news outlet you listen to in the major media. One, you don't hear much about side effects of the vaccine and all vaccines have side effects. Hmm. And two, you don't hear about any alternative therapies other than those that the drug companies have put out as in monoclonal antibodies or in Desivere and the like, hydroxychloroquine. But the point is, uh, you don't hear about anything talking about intravenous ozone or high-dose vitamin C or high-dose vitamin A or ivermectin. All of those I found over the years to be quite effective against viruses in general. So, and I understand why you won't hear about them because they don't make much money. You can't patent them. So, you know, anything uh, said about them is poo-pooed by the uh, general media types. And so that's kind of where we are. It's a sad thing because uh, people are dying of a disease they don't have to die from. But unfortunately, we are where we are. <laughs> Richard, I, I know you want to get some things in uh, early in reference to uh, some of the early things of Dr. Burton, because I want to kind of uh, double back on some of the things he just mentioned. But go ahead, Richard. Yeah, the, the, uh, and thanks again, Dr. Burton, for sharing. And I always ask the people we've had on, you know, um, because we're dealing with the virus, uh, I ask about um, about us being scientific literate, you know, in relationship to understanding the vaccine and even the virus so we understand how the things that you're presenting. But it, it came to me as, as you were um, presenting, I think that you should share, if you don't mind, share with us um, how important it is for us to be under, to understand, to be informed to a degree of what, how holistic health helps, helps our overall health condition. Since this, for, for Black people, one thing they started out was, was dealing with our, our condition as far as Black people in general being more susceptible to the virus because of our general health. How important it is to be um, generally informed about holistic health and the benefits it provides us um, as as a people um, in, as we deal with this pandemic? Well, I think it's uh, tremendously important in the sense that, well, let's get terminology clear. Uh, when you say the term holistic, uh, mm. some people may be confused by that, thinking maybe it's uh, witchcraft or something uh, uh, you grew in the backyard or whatever. The, the bottom line is the way I think about uh, real medicine and I call it real medicine, is uh, what I generally call alternative only because that's a term most people are familiar with when you're talking about something other than standard medical care. And what I call alternative medicine is real medicine because it's the medicine people use over the years. As one of my mentors, Chief Two Trees, who was a Cherokee Indian medicine man in North Carolina, taught me back in the 80s, he said, Fred, you have to understand what I'm teaching you is the wisdom of our fathers that we forgot when we started relying on the white man's medicine, which is essentially Western medicine, as if that's the only real medicine there is. You have to understand the history of Western medicine. Western medicine was basically uh, in the backwoods when it came to uh, a real science because they weren't really curing much of anything until the advent of two medications, one penicillin which got rid of syphilis and gonorrhea, which had been plaguing mankind for centuries, and prednisone, which is the premier anti 
uh, inflammatory medication that started to uh, improve so-called autoimmune diseases, primarily rheumatoid arthritis. So when uh, medical science came up with those two medications and they had such a dramatic effect on the health of the population, medicine got great integrity and great prestige out of those. And then you came along in the 1950s with this vaccine uh, we call the polio vaccine. And it appeared, if you ask the average person, well, polio vaccine wiped out polio. Not so fast. If you look at the history of polio, polio was basically on its way out when the polio vaccine showed up. And if you don't believe that, what you have to ask yourself is, did we vaccinate everybody in the world against polio? And if we didn't, why is the polio still ravaging the rest of the world since most of the polio vaccine went to the Western world? So it, the, the medical industry got tremendous prestige from the, at, uh, from the development of the polio vaccine. And now we treat vaccines as uh, almost like a religious entity. We don't even question vaccines. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. And the business model of medicine is, if it's a virus, it has to have a vaccine. There's no way to kill it otherwise, and that's not true. Any organism can be killed. You just have to find the right magic bullet for it. And there's lots of magic bullets for viruses. It's just that whenever someone tries to use those things, they're poo-pooed because the, the, the society, medical society has sold the public on the idea that we have to have a vaccine. Well, if that's the case, that means every time a virus comes up, as in Zika or Ebola or AIDS, then we have to find a vaccine for it. And speaking of AIDS, where's the vaccine for AIDS? AIDS has been around for over 35 years. Where's the vaccine? Well, if you ask the, the immunologist why there's no vaccine, they say, well, because it's always changing. Well, isn't the influenza virus always changing? We always seem to have a vaccine for that every year. What happened? So when you say follow the science, the science doesn't make any sense the way they present it. If you really follow the science, the whole principle of uh, immunology or vaccinology uh, falls on its face because uh, a doctor, named, a soap, not, well, I don't call him a doctor. He was a, a, a gentleman who studied uh Kyle Pox, uh, name named Jenner, back in England, back in the, I think the 1700s, he uh, took uh, people who were suffering from a disease that looked like Kyle Pox, and he took some of the pustules from their lesions and uh, administered them to other people and saying that this Kyle Pox that the uh, cows had was uh, similar to smallpox, and if you take cowpox pustules and give it to a human being, it'll prevent smallpox. Well, scientifically, that makes no sense. But if you study the history of immunology, that's the basis of how it got started. And the reason why it got to be so popular is because governments found a way to mandate it. And the only time you can mandate something, you can make a whole lot of money. And once something makes a whole lot of money, it's off to the races. Science goes out the door. And we start developing techniques and methodologies based on how we make that money. One, one thing that, um, and as as you rolled that out, and I was, um, and I'm thinking of it as a, a, a passage out of of the book Fatal Invention by Dorothy Roberts. 
um, as it relates to African-American people um, particularly. And she says to understand African and uh, understand African-American health, you've got to know something about slave health. Enslaved Africans were treated by a separate and awful slave health subsystem that even neglected their health, treated them so that as, as to benefit um, the medical profession and was intimately involved in perpetuating slavery. And I, and I wanted to raise that as a context to, you know, from your uh, experience and, and perspective, you know, when they first brought up about the um, virus, and, and, and was directing the, you know, the urgency for um, the African-American community to deal with it. Um, I noticed it was, they said that the African-American community, because of its health mobilities, um, it was in a public health crisis. And I'm wondering, I don't know if you heard that, but I'm yes. wondering yeah, what you thought when you heard that um, as, as we're dealing with this, this question about the virus, and again, from the perspective of dealing with real medicine, because that gets into another layer of, uh, from a preventive or even as a quote unquote um, possible remedy. When, when they said our health mobility was a public, was uh, a part of a public health crisis, how did, how did you um, interpret that? Well, it's a very good question. You've been hearing a lot about uh, pre-existing conditions and that being a, a, a reason why so many people, particularly in the African-American community, have succumbed to this virus, that's actually a fact. Uh, <clears throat> Black folks have a lot of pre-existing conditions, but white folks have been dying of this thing too, and they have pre-existing conditions. Now, let me drop something on you probably never heard before. Uh, but I can pretty much assure you it's a fact that most of the people who are dying of COVID are dying of a pre-existing condition they have called underactive thyroid function. Now, let me ask you this question and you'll see what I'm saying once you once I develop the concept. What is the number one reason why people actually die from COVID? You know that? In other words, if, and I'm not, it's not a trick question. Mm -hmm. Most people who actually ended, end up dying, why are they dying? I know they have uh, trouble breathing. They end up on ventilators. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. Go ahead. They die of COVID pneumonia. Yeah. That's okay. There was a book published in the 1980s by a gentleman named, um, what was his name? I can't remember his name. Always. It'll come back to me. But the book was called Hypothyroidism, The Unsuspected Illness by, oh, Broder Barnes. His name is Broder Barnes, MD, PhD. And I purchased that book in the 1980s and read it, and it opened my eyes to so much. And if you get into the so-called alternative medicine field and you speak to, say you went to an alternative medicine meeting and you talk to doctors who have been in the field for quite a while, if you mention Brother Barnes's name, it's sort of like going to church and mentioning Jesus or John the Baptist. Everybody's going to know him. Because if you understand Brother Barnes, you understand how to really help a lot of people. And one of the things Brother Barnes mentioned in his book is that if you get pneumonia, you got low thyroid. Because the way the body was designed, it was designed to make sure the lungs are protected at all costs. Because if the lungs go, you go. Now, the way the immune system is set up is set up to protect the lungs 
But like all cells, the cells that protect the lungs, the white blood cells that protect the lungs need energy in order to do their work. You can't have an army that you can't you haven't fed. So if these white blood cells don't get enough energy, they can't do their work. Now you can eat plenty of food and have enough food around to make sure that all your cells get enough food. But the key is the thyroid gland produces thyroxin and thyroxin controls how the cells burn sugars and fats to make the energy. And most folks, particularly black folks with so-called underlying conditions, have low thyroid and their immune system isn't functioning as efficiently as it should. That's why they're getting pneumonia and that's why they die. And, and if I may, Elliot, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one, one, one more question, you know, um, Dr. Burton, as we continue the dialogue. And, and, and again, I'm, 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 I'm thinking from the perspective of what's presented to us about our, our health right. and, and from, and the, and the real, and as, you as a, uh, you know, real medicine pr- professional, uh, I take it that you have to continuously educate us when we come to you, especially when we come to you with a, a challenge um, around our health. If we haven't been really dealing with um, dealing with the natural um, aspects of what we need to keep ourselves fortified and our and in this case, our immune system fortified so that we can be able to fight off or at least uh, deal with um, viruses of as effectively as we can. Right. And, you know, and so the, the, the other question that comes to my mind that comes out to the public that, um, out of this, around this pandemic was when the CDC said that racism was a public health crisis. And, and I'm, I'm wanted to raise and get your reflection about that in relationship to the virus, because it's because of racism, it, you know, and I don't, I don't know if you agree, is the reason why in a lot of cases we don't have we don't have access to the natural foods that would be the real medicine needed in order to deal with the issues of our, our immune system to deal with this virus. Um how how did did you hear that? And again, how did that how did that affect the way you're thinking in relationship to um this them are pronouncing that now because they're talking to us directly as it relates to this pandemic. Right. Well, to be honest with you, I think a lot of that is um, not that well-founded, although, and I understand, I'm a student of Francis Crest Wells and you're nearly full of junior. So I'm quite aware of the uh, tenets of white supremacy and how it impacts every uh, aspect of life here in the Western world. You know, this is, and I'm talking about pre-critical race theory concepts. I'm talking about, it's basically, that's what it is. So you can see some uh, racial aspects to every aspect of medicine and and all of these things. But uh, when it comes to general health, uh, I have a practice that encompasses all races. Uh, In fact, for many years, I had an office in Allentown in the Poconos, and I saw mostly all, mostly to all white people and Trust me, they're suffering from the same things black folks are suffering from. And it has to do with the food, as you mentioned, but uh, white folks don't eat that well either. Uh, It's just that they're more adept to the foods that uh, we eat than we are because this is a part of our cultural uh, uh, cuisine. We didn't eat as much wheat and corn uh, as as, and, and many other grains as they eat and Part of that is 
contributing to our uh, poor health. So yeah, all of these things are factors. Race is a factor, but I don't think it's as critical a factor when it comes to COVID. Now, you know, I hear people say, there's two things that I want to mention is that you hear that, well, a, a lot of black folks don't take the vaccine because, you know, they remember the Tuskegee ex- experiment. Well, of course, Tuskegee experiment wasn't about what they gave black folks. It was about what they didn't give black folks. <laughs> Penicillin was available to treat those gentlemen who had syphilis, but they wanted to see uh, how the uh, syphilis would play out through uh, various stages of their health to see where it went. Uh, okay. I can appreciate the scientific uh, 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 inquisitive, you know, inquisitiveness about the whole thing, but remember, these are human beings you're dealing with, and if you got a way to treat them and make them better, uh, it's negligent and criminal to not provide that therapy for them. So it's not so much that they gave black folks something bad, it was just that the uh, intent behind the study was uh, criminal, and black folks remember that. And because of that, uh, they're suspect of anything, as they should be, that comes out of the, the system, particularly if it's government endorsed. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention that you hear occasionally, and I started to hear this, I heard it two or three times in the last few weeks, and that is the example that they give, well, well George Washington gave his men vaccines. Have you heard that story? No. no. Haven't heard that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, you listen out, you'll hear it you know, as, as an incentive to try to get people to try to uh, 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 go get the vaccine. You know, even George Washington gave his men uh, a vaccine. And my question is, what vaccine? What did George Washington have? I don't know no vaccine George Washington had. And if he did have one, he had that nonsense that Jenner was pushing on smallpox. So, you know, the bottom line is the, the general public is being bamboozled with the whole situation because they don't know. And and I understand lay people don't understand. It's a complicated issue. And even if you haven't studied it, you know, it can be confusing. What bothers me is you got all these so-called health professionals from Fauci on down with all these credentials and all these letters behind their, their name, you know, uh, talking about how they're following the science. They're not following the science. If they were following the science, as Fauci said uh, last month, we're not dealing with COVID-19 anymore. He said, and these are his words, this is a brand new war. And that's why I try to explain to people getting a vaccine for COVID-19 is not a vaccine for Delta, or as I call it, COVID-21. Powerful. Wow. Uh, You know, we're going to take some time uh, very shortly, probably after our first break, uh, to get questions. I want everybody to have some questions lined up for medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness and Injury Center here in Winwood, PA. Dr. Frederick Burton is our guest. You can get involved in the conversation by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Dr. Burton, you mentioned uh, kind of in your introduction about these, quote-unquote, and I use the term loosely, vaccines. Right. And, and things that are not stated. Uh, you mentioned about the alternative treatments, and we're going to get into that. But you mentioned about the side effects. Now, right. one of the side effects that did leak out, um, and you've seen it, the results of it with uh, Marvin Hagler and a few others, is the heart attacks uh, that was brought on, and they, they kind of pointed the finger at that Johnson vaccine. Uh right. And it, they took it off the market for a while, but it seemed to jump back on because uh, 
I see they going around to giving people the Johnson shot again. But talk about some of the, from your medical knowledge, some of the side effects that may not be out there now, but you know that is is there or either it's going to uh, come down the pike and hit us in the face soon. Just talk about it from your medical expertise, some of the f- side effects that's eventually going to happen from these vaccines or these these uh, gene therapies, as one of the doctors that we had on talked about. Well, the thing is, part of the reason why there's so much hesitancy from some sectors is that uh, we haven't studied this thing long enough to know about all of the potential side effects. We just know about some of the things I've been hearing. Of course, you hear about blood clots, and uh, blood clots can lead to uh, a shutting off of the blood supply to any place in the body, heart, brain, um, kidneys. So potentially... Anything that creates blood clots can create damage to any tissues in the body. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that uh, Hank Aaron may have succumbed uh, as a result of the virus after his second shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember hearing anything about Eric Clapton. He said after his second shot, he didn't think he was going to be able to play guitar anymore. Uh, For two weeks, he was just out of it. Now, one thing I'd like to say about... uh, Vaccine injury, which is the term that uh, uh, is used in the the profession. Uh, Most people are not familiar with the secret vaccine court. Uh, Are you gentlemen familiar with that at all? I know they had, um, I think in the 80s or something when. uh, Exactly. And they they allocated money every year in the budget. Right, exactly. But go ahead. You you explain it. It was set up by Ronald Reagan. Mm Mm-hmm. During his times, that's how long it's been around. And hardly anybody knows anything about it. And it's called secret for a reason. By law, it's kept secret from the public because if the public knew how many people were being injured by vaccines, it would greatly damage the prestige of the vaccine industry. So it was written in the law to set it up so that people could be uh, remedied for their damages and their settlements would be kept secret and they've paid out over $6 billion since the inception of the court. So, and, the, and this is something that's been around, like I said, for decades, because uh, vaccines have been known to be injurious. Uh, there are two documentaries I recommend people see if you have any kind of uh, doubt about what I'm saying. One is a, 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 a movie that was made years ago called Vaxed, V-A-X-X-E-D, Vaxed. It's a documentary about a whistleblower from the CDC that uh, explained that uh, the MMR shot, which is routinely given to children, has been directly connected to autism. Now, I found autism to be one of the most interesting phenomena in all of medicine because the latest stats are that one in 54 births in America results in an autistic child. Now, anything that would cause that great a problem would be investigated to the hilt. If I put out there something that was causing one in 54 children to be ill with a disease that makes them retarded almost for life, I'm I'm sure somebody would figure out what I did to try to remedy that situation. But we almost take it like, well, it's a natural thing for people to get autism. Well, I'm 73 years old, and when I was a kid, I never heard the term autism. Never heard it. Matter of fact, I didn't hear autism until I was in medical school in the 70s. 
So what happened to children all of a sudden that they started to get autism? And it's increasing because it was one in several hundred back when I was in medical school. Then it went up to one in the uh, less than 100. Now it's one in 54. What the hell is happening to children that we didn't do 80 years ago? We didn't cause autism 80 years ago. And every country that developed a program of vaccinating children massively the way we do uh, started to develop problems with autism. And then speaking of children, let me ask this one question too, because there's so many things around this COVID that just don't make any sense. If I ask a person, what age group in our society gets the most vaccines? What would you say? Children. Yeah, I would say children. children. Why aren't children getting the COVID vaccine? Has anybody heard a reasonable explanation for why they don't vaccinate children? Mm. (laughs) I, I mean, I'm not saying they should be. I'm just saying I haven't heard anything that explains why there's such a uh, a, a, a hesitancy to vaccinate children. I mean, you vaccinate them all the time. What's the rationale there? I'm just I'm just trying to follow the science, as they say. Yeah, well, it's it's a lot of things that's not being revealed to our people, and uh, you know, people are just following. Uh, yeah. If they see Fauci, or if they see Biden, or if they see whoever. Some of their black black elected officials telling them to get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. Some of our people are taking it. And listen, according to published reports and some of these data, um, I was just looking at some data today. It says that nationally, only 47 percent, close to 48 percent of the people are fully vaccinated. And nationally, only 28 percent, according to uh, uh, this data from the Center for Disease Control, 28.4% 28.4% of blacks in the U.S. have received one dose vaccine and only 25% have received both doses. So most of our people, contrary to what we've been being told, are not taking these vaccines. Right. But I'm glad that you're on here because you're giving information where our people, if they're not taking these vaccines, which they shouldn't, how they should be protecting themselves. Well, again, I... I think if if nothing else, people need to look at the number of high-profile folks who have been fully vaccinated who are getting sick again. I mean, that's that's unheard of in immunology. You know, if I vaccinate you against measles, you shouldn't get the measles. <laughs> if I vaccinate against you chicken, you shouldn't get that disease. If you're still getting the disease, what good is the vaccine? Wow. So anyway, I mean, it just is so much... That every aspect of this thing is, 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 is crazy to me. But the thing that bothers me the most, like I say, I listen to all these so-called healthcare professionals, all the MDs and the PhDs, and I don't hear any of them raising the questions that, that, that I raise. They just tell you, get the vaccine, roll up your sleeve, get the vaccine. And I'm wondering, did they go to medical school? And what did they study when they were in medical school? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, w- I want to read now this published report this in fact this statement uh i saw it today on the uh, face the nation i think it was released yesterday but i want to share it with the listening audience and i want to get your perspective on it dr burton because there's something in this that's really crazy but i want to hear i want the listening audience to hear it because you mentioned about the use of ivermectin yes now let me read this statement here that was uh, issued by the National Institute of Health right, in reference to ivermectin and what was <coughs> being done. 
health officials warn people not to treat COVID uh, with ivermectin. Now, listen to this uh, the time for waking you on this. Ivermectin is an antiparasitic drug commonly used uh, for livestock should not be taken to treat or prevent COVID-19, according to the Food and Drug Administration on Saturday. The warning came after Mississippi State Department of Health issued a similar statement in response to reports that an increasing number of people in Mississippi were using the drug to prevent COVID infections. Some studies last year uh, spurred the use of the drug against COVID-19, especially in Latin America, uh, by uh, some of the findings uh, study uh, some of the findings that have been promoted and studied, but the National Institute uh, Institute of Health said that most of the studies related to ivermectin and coronavirus had incomplete information and significant methodology limitations, including small sample sizes and study outcome measures that were unclear. In Mississippi. There were 37% of the population is fully vaccinated. More than two-thirds of recent calls placed to the state's poison control center were related to ingestion of livestock or animal formulations of ivermectin purchased at livestock supply centers, and State Department of Health said in their release. Uh the Department of Health said, I would certainly strongly recommend people not take any medication from a feed store or veterinary source. Mississippi Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs said uh, at the COVID-19 briefing, it can be dangerous. Only those who called about uh, ingesting ivermectin, 85% had mild symptoms, and one person was told to seek further evaluation because of the large amount that they were reported to have taken. Ivermectin, which is also formulated for use by people to treat parasitic worms, has been controversially promoted as a potential COVID treatment early in the pandemic. But recent studies found that the drug's efficacy against coronavirus is thin and the FDA has not approved the drug for COVID treatment. Now, I want you to go into that a little bit before we take a break, uh, uh, Dr. Burton, but this report stated that these folks in Mississippi, now I would contend that these are white folks that went to the feed store and bought animal ivermectin and was taking it. That's what it says in this report. Yeah. I mean, what the, I mean. Well, well, understand (laughs) for for the first thing, the first thing now you have to be clear about. Go ahead. Is that, uh, Many medications are used for both human and animal. Okay. Over 50% of the antibiotics produced in America don't go into humans. They go into animals. Okay. Okay. So it's not unusual to have medications for both animal and humans. In fact, ivermectin is routinely used in human beings to treat river blindness, which is a condition that afflicts many people around the world in places where they get this parasitic infection. Mm-hmm. So it's not unheard of to use ivermectin in humans. It's just routinely used in livestock, particularly in dogs for heartworm. I don't know if you're familiar with the condition heartworm in dogs, but ivermectin is a treatment of choice for heartworm in dogs. Okay. Okay. Now the problem with going to an animal feed lot and getting ivermectin 
is dosing. Yes, yeah, so what I was getting ready to say. If you, you know, give a 300-pound cow a dose of ivermectin, you, and you, you, need to, you... You need to have someone who knows what they're doing to prescribe uh, the medication. Okay. We dispense it out of our office, but we dispense it with instructions on how to take it as a preventive. Okay. Because it has been very effective. I've, been, I've dispensed hundreds of doses since January out of my office, and we haven't had any uh, report of any adverse reactions or any problems. Nor have we had anybody say, you know, I was taking the ivermectin, I came down with COVID. And I've had some people tell me, Doc, I, I gave some of my ivermectin to my uh, sick relative, and they were better in 24 hours. So bottom line is, that's one thing. The other thing is there are lots of studies around the world showing ivermectin to be very efficacious. For instance, if you uh, uh, go online and look at a uh, statement that uh, Pierre Corey made on December 8th to the uh, Senate Select Committee, headed, interestingly enough, by Ron Johnson, who's a uh, uh, Republican knucklehead from uh, uh, Wisconsin. But, you know, as they say, even a broke clock right twice a day, uh, he did one good thing by having Pierre Corey on to talk about alternative therapies for COVID. And what Pierre Corey described was a study done in Argentina where 1,200 healthcare workers treating COVID patients were put in a study. 400 of them were not giving ivermectin, and 800 of them were given ivermectin as a prophylaxis. At the conclusion of the study, the 400 healthcare workers who did not get ivermectin, 237 of them came tested positive for COVID. Of the 800 who were given ivermectin, none tested positive. So that's one study I remember it uh, comes to mind. There are many others, but the thing I would encourage people to do is look at India. Look at what happened to India because India had the worst outbreak in the world of Delta. Where's India now? And if you look at the reports, India has dropped their death rate over 90%, and they've been using ivermectin. So I, I could have predicted uh, negative reports about ivermectin, and you're going to hear more. <laughs> They're going to poo-poo it, you know, because, again, it, you can't patent it. It's been around for 30 years. And the way medicine works, anything that can't be patented, which is the reason why herbs and vitamins and minerals aren't ever touted by the uh, medical industry, you can't patent those things. And if you can't patent them, you can't own them. And ownership goes back to slavery. Anything you can own, you can make a lot of money on. <laughs> We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, uh, get involved in the conversation. There's several calls up here, and we're going to get right to them after the break. You can get involved, too, by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Join the conversation with medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness and Injury Center in Wynwood, Dr. Frederick Burton. We'll be right back. Listening to Time for an Awakening. Time for an Awakening with host Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Time for an Awakening Media. 
part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American owned and operated insurance agency and business for over 20 years, located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services, representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies, offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 21- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Escape the digital plantation. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumitv.com, abibitumi.store are here for you. You are ready to be free of non-African social media. Don't run from danger, run to safety. Abibitumi.com is here for you. You are ready to be free of digital plantations to control your own products. Abibitumi.store is here for you. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, Black Power, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. The only word you need to know to join your global commit to you black family, to join your interconnected commit to you black communities, escape the digital plantation now. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumitv.com, abibitumi.store. We are here for you. Escape the digital plantation. In this crooked game of power politics here in America, the Negro, namely the race problem, integration, civil rights issue, are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, The political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. And white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. 
The American Negro is nothing but a political football. Since the 60s, you will see nothing but betrayals by the petty bourgeois elements in our society. The African bourgeoisie is the most corrupt bourgeoisie in the world. In Africa, they seek luxury in the midst of mass suffering. There are more Mercedes in Africa than in any other continent in the world. In America, as soon as they arrive at a position based on the blood of the people, they snatch that position and run away from the people. But you must not think that they represent the people. They only represent their opportunistic self using the people every step of the way. So you must not be confused. The petty bourgeoisie everywhere will be running for cover, but the masses will spare them not. Consequently, we who have dedicated our lives to the people's struggle, we who knowing that the people will always be free, we, understanding that we must make a contribution to qualify our struggle since the 60s, have been, have been dedicating all our energies to only one task, the organization of the masses of our people. We are not running for mayor, we're not running for president. No changes can come from the top down, we're not stupid. Changes can only come from the bottom up. The masses and the masses alone can make them. If you want to learn something from the 60s, the lesson is simple. Organize the masses of the people. Thank you. Thank you. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. The, when you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last. Because you're a chump. A political chump. The party that you bash controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government, and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time, and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. It's 8.06 here on the Sunday edition of Time for an Awakening. And our guest this evening, medical and a holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness and Injury Center in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, Dr. Frederick Burton is with us. COVID-19 vaccine in black America is the, the genesis or the topic of our discussion this evening. Although Dr. Burton can ask, answer any of your health questions that you may have, you can get involved in the conversation by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Uh, 
uh, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to the first call of Pompano Beach, 954. Are you there? 954. Let's move on. Maybe they stepped away from the phone. Let's go to uh, 267. 267. Hey, uh, good evening, Elliot. Good evening, Richard. And I want to say good evening to Dr. Burton, man. It's such a blessing to hear you on tonight, brother, because let me tell you something. I got to give this brother his props because it was over 20 years ago that I listened to Dr. Burton when he said that when you first feel any kind of cold or anything coming on, your best bet is to take so many beta carotene and he he specifically said 25 international units and he said to take garlic pills. I've been doing that since that time and brother, you are 100% correct. My wife has followed that and you, I mean, that was a blessing in itself. Also, you let us know that one of our uh, one of our problems is detoxification, because you also introduced me to a supplement called Black Wormwood, which actually I found out that some of our folks over on the continent are using to fight COVID nineteen. They're using a typo uh, um, wormwood mixed up in a concoction to fight it. Also, you just brought up, you and Elliot, you know, sort of brought up what I wanted to say about the heartworm. Well, the way a heartworm is introduced to a dog is through a mosquito. So it's almost similar to malaria. You were talking about the ivermectin. I want to, I got to make an appointment with you, uh, Dr. Burton, because uh, I, I've been on, you know, I had a very bad interaction with my MD, who I've been seeing for a while. But, you know, he actually almost, like, demanded his patient to take this daggone vaccine. And I had to ask, I had to ask my doctor. I said, like, yo, man, I said, how many years you been knowing me? And have I ever taking a flu vaccine, yet I never suffered with the flu. So how are you going to demand that I take this stuff and it's not even approved by the FDA yet? And you know what his response was? Because that's what I'm paid to do. (laughs) Well, at least he was honest. (laughs) He was not. I got to give him that much. He was honest, man. So, so. Yeah, I got you know I you know uh, I I also wanted to say um, that uh, yeah I want to make an appointment with you. I want to get that pre met you know the ivermectin because let me tell you I have friends that have taken it and then it was a, a post I'm, I'm gonna say this because I know Elliot has a lot of callers on. There was a a, a a thing on YouTube where they were trying to discredit ivermectin right now right. when I look at things like that, I don't actually look at who put it out there. I look at the comments and I say 98% of those 200 something comments, they all said they have taken ivermectin and it took them and it took the symptoms away like that. So the comments knocked out what that person was trying to do, putting that garbage on YouTube. So I said, man, look, 
I I need to find me a doctor that's going to, so, you know, because uh, uh, yeah, I, I do have some friends, and I do have this also. I have something called hydrochloroquine that they say if you take it with zinc, because I've been taking my zinc, I've been taking my D3, and I've been taking my vitamin C, because I remember everything you taught me, Dr. Burton. I mean, it has to be about 25 years ago, because I, I was at the Burton Wellness Center, I, and, 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 and I want the listening audience all over this country to know this man's legit. So I just had to call in, brother, to give you your props. I'm going to definitely make me an appointment to come see you. And I appreciate you giving our folks a good uh, – and I got to say one more thing, one more thing. Man, one morning I was listening – it might have been a year ago, and you called into the morning show with this arrogant, ignorant host. And he disrespected you so badly, man. I said, like, man, but that just shows you the, the way that station is going. They wonder why nobody want to be a member in that thing. So I just had to say that, too, man, because I, that, that call ticked me off. But yet he invites these people on, and their only answer to everything, and they don't take calls, is to get that vaccination. And I can't see it. I said, you know what? They're in it for the money, too. Even though they come in blackface, they're there for the money. So I just had to call in, give you your props. I didn't have. I'm just enjoying the conversation, and I am going to make me make an appointment. Uh, try to call you tomorrow and make an appointment if I can. All right, Doctor Burton. I appreciate that, brother. Yes, sir. You take care of yourself, my man. You do the same. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for your call. Let's go to four o four. Four o four. Hey, future blessing, Elliot. You got another winner again, man. Hey, hey, that 404 number was my wife, man, and she just like to listen, man. <laughs> okay. That 404, I mean, uh, that 954, Papa No Beach, that's my wife. Man. Okay. She like to listen. Okay. But doc, hey, doc, hey, doc, yes. I'm a member of Morehouse. I go to Morehouse Medical, man, Morehouse Doctor. That's the yes. same place where Hank Aaron got his jab, right? Right. And so my doctor, he, he little bit older than me. But me and him are talking about my situation, Doc. Now, let's go back to this uh, this polio vaccine, right? I'm 63 right. years old. Right. Okay. When I was five years old, my granddaddy made me and my cousin take that sugar cube. Remember they had that sugar cube back in the I day? I remember it well. I remember that that, that was a Saban. Uh, I think that was Saban's uh, thing. One of them was a sugar cube. Yeah. And one was an injection. Yes, sir. Salk. So we, Salk, we got the Salk sugar. and Saban. Salk and Saban. And the way they marketed it with Mary Poppins talking about a spoonful of sugar helped the medicine go down. That's the way they that, marketed brother. that crap, man. That's right. So I fought, so I, I fast forward 40 years. Check what happened to me and my cousin, dog. Me and my cousin developed renal carcinoma. Okay, to the to the average folk, lay people, that's kidney cancer, man. And our right kidney, man, renal carcinoma. So I did the research, doc. And they made that vaccine called Simeon Virus 40. You know that, right? Simeon Virus 40? Simeon 40. Dick Gregory used to talk about that. Correct. Yes, sir. Simeon Virus 40, for the, for the people that's, that's uh, in the back row, they made that out of ground-up monkey virus, monkey kidneys, man. That's right. So, Doc, my question is, my question is you. Do, do, has the statute of limitations ran out on that uh, personal injury from that vaccine? Do you know? That's a great question. I don't know. I can't say one way or the other. I just know one thing. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of information about that. Uh, well, there's not, not a lot, but there is some very interesting mm-hmm. information about that uh, SV40. And 
mm-hmm. in connection to a doctor in Louisiana. I don't know if you know about that. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Mary's Monkey. Yo, you Dr. know Mary's about Monkey. that. You know about You've been yes, doing your sir, homework. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, right. What's up, man? That's my life. And it yeah. messed me up, Doc. And I mean, in a lot of ways that I can say over the radio, over, over the end of the show, man. But hey, that's why, I, at least one thing, I'm going to walk a testimony to tell nobody not to take this new current vaccine. And by the way, Doc, they said yeah. on the news by the by tomorrow morning, uh, uh, Ralph, that vaccine will be approved by the FDA. <laughs> so it'll be no more emergency status. It's going to be regular now, man. And yeah. Doc, one more thing. In the, in the game, I was at Walmart and uh, CBS. They're giving that jab out for free like water, man. And so when I walked into Walmart today, it was 20 people sitting down, most of them Mexicans. And then I walked by the front, front row. It looked, it was a brother sitting there. Doc, man, I tried my best. I did like my tumble and pointed my finger. Don't do it, brother. Don't do it. <laughs> he, started, he started smiling, man. I said, bro, please don't do it. I talked to another brother out of that uh, about a month ago. And he took my advice and he got the hell out of there. But I don't know about this other brother because I left, man. I, I, I can't stand to be smelling that stuff when they're shooting the people, man. I went to CBS the other day, like I said, and they were jabbing people, man. I started getting a headache, doc. Just watching and smelling that stuff, man. I got I've been messed up for two days, man. But anyway, Ellie, uh, Doc, uh, my wife wanted to ask about uh, she had hip surgery, but she don't want me to put her business out there. Well, she had hip surgery and knee surgery. Now she messed up, man, and and back, and back surgery. So, is there any way that she can get put on disability? Get a doctor to put her on disability? Oh, sure. You're you're in the Atlanta area, right? Yes, sir. But she's from Florida. That's why she got a uh, Florida number, but. Yeah, How well, could she get a doctor to put her on disability? No, well, I mean, if you've had, if, if your condition was severe enough to have had surgical replacement, uh, you mm-hmm. definitely could uh, qualify for that. You just need to see a, a good orthopedic surgeon to uh, work your case up and get your, well, okay. ba- first thing you do is get you a good personal injury attorney. Yeah, that's what I told you. Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Then, then, then next, or then, hey, Ellie, I appreciate it, man. You and Richard. Uh, hey, hey, what could she do to take the pain, man, besides doing the opioids? Well, is the pain, and, and she's, you you described three areas, back, knee, and the hip. She has surgery in she all had, those she, places? She, no, just the, just the hip and the back, hip and the back. Okay, that's so the worst. She did that's that back dumb. surgery. Yeah, I mm-hmm. try to warn people against back surgery. That's, that's, uh, that's a toughie. Because mm-hmm. usually when they do back mm-hmm. surgery, they want to put, Pins and screws in. Did they put pins and screws in it? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. What you want to do? Find find you a guy there in the area who who does mm-hmm. uh, alternative therapy, and mm-hmm. mention this. You got a pencil. Write this down so he'll know to do this. Yes, sir. It's mm-hmm. called neural n e u r a l n as in Nancy e u r a l as in Larry neural therapy, not neuro. Neuro. Okay, Mural. No, okay, Mural. Mural. Okay. Any, N is a Nancy, E-U-R-A-L. Okay, Mural N. Therapy. Yeah, have him, okay. have him look right. into that. It's a very safe, simple therapy. Works most of the time. Mm-hmm. It simply involves injecting the scar that's formed from the surgery with uh, mm-hmm. Novocaine. You inject the scar with a very small needle, 30 mm-hmm. gauge needle. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very interesting therapy. I use it all the time, so have him do that. You should be able to get some relief doing that. Okay, one more question. What about our CBC oil, man? CBC, is that a help out? CDC? 
Cannabis. Cannabis? Yes, sir, cannabis. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard different reports from cannabis. I haven't used it personally, except in a couple of cases. Had a, a couple of patients used it. Uh, a couple say they've done well. A couple say they haven't done that well. Mm. So, you know, it shouldn't, it can't hurt you because it doesn't have any mm -hmm. of the THC in it. So, you know, give it mm -hmm. a try. It can't hurt anything. Give it a try. All right, Doc. I don't want to hold too much of time now, Elliot. Richard, I appreciate the information. I love y'all, man. Doc, I love you, man. And love you too, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir, man. Bring out the information, man. I love it. Don't take that jab, y'all. Don't do it. I love y'all. <laughs> Talk to you. Be Let's go to uh, New York City. New York City, you're, you're there. New York City. New York City, can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Hey, how you doing, Brother Elliot and Brother Richard and Dr. Burton? This is Brother Maurice, man. How y'all doing? How are you, sir? Good. How you doing? You know, um, I want to first of all thank, thank you all for the work that y'all are doing. And it's funny because... Um, they had like an intervention with me, um, a group of my, all of my brothers that went to college. I'm the last one out of my group out of 16 brothers that didn't take the um, immunization. So there was like a little intervention they had where they said to me, brother, we love you, but we want you to take the, the vaccine. And the thing that was so funny about it was I started talking about, you know, brother Elliot and brother Richard in the program and started pointing to some stuff there. And every time I brought up a point, they kind of boohooed it. But it was funny. There's a, a, a brother I used to work with who was like an older gentleman. And he called me and spoke to me for three hours. Mm. <laughs> and he said to me, and then he went down to research or whatever and said to me, do not take that vaccine. <laughs> he said, do not. So I'm still holding out, brothers. You know, I'm still holding out. I'm still trying to do the the, the whole list of stuff. But um, I, I, the thing that I find concerning is that um, even – um, with the with talking brothers who I have a lot of respect, they're, they're trying to make it seem like if we're fear-mongering or we're, we're, we're operating yeah. off a level of ignorance. So this is why I love y'all having Dr. Burton on because, like I, I said to somebody, before there was this pharmaceutical stuff going on, holistic medicine received a lot of respect. There's stuff that my grandmother did when she told me when I got a, a, a bee sting or whatever to go over here and put A, B, and C stuff on it. And me and my brother just talked about that. Um, I have, a, I have a, um, a family member who refuses to take it, and he's on his cancer treatment, but he's trying to – and they're trying to force him to take the, the, the immunization. And I told him uh, – the vaccination, excuse me. And I said to him, brother, I can't tell you what to do, but after just going over this stuff again and listening to, to, to Time for Awakening – I can't, I can't tell you what to do, but I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. So I'm just saying that all to say that, brothers, we appreciate all of the great work that you're doing and stuff. And Dr. Burton, you know, I, I, I was, while you were talking, I was online looking up some of the stuff you were talking about just to do, you know, like a Berean being, you know, do my, doing my research, brother. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely down with this holistic stuff because my grandmother always told me, said, you know, we didn't go to the doctor. She said, you know, but we had somebody in the family that knew how to do this stuff. And so I love what, what you were saying. And that historical stuff is lost. You know, there was things my mother and my pops, you know, sometimes they'll talk to you and you don't want to, when you're young, you're busy, you want to run around and do things. But God, I wish I would have listened to some of the stuff they would have told me back then. But again, I'm going to get off the line and just say thank you again, brothers, for the wonderful work that y'all are doing. And I'm still holding out, y'all. Hey, uh, hey, look, look, brother, 
hold out because I had a long conversation yesterday with the daughter of a close friend of mine. We've been friends for 60 years. And uh, his daughter did an intervention with him with the rest of the family. And they're concerned about him not getting the shot. And I had a conversation with her explaining to her that the shot is not for Delta. It is for COVID-19. And if COVID-19 comes back, you may be protected. But this ain't COVID-19. And I defy any doctor, any scientist to tell me that the vaccine that they're producing and, and giving out now is going to protect you against against Delta. It's not going to do it. You can't do it. And and if they produce one, I'm going to tell you, there's going to be another one. There'll be Lambda or some other Greek name uh, 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 virus coming behind that. That's what viruses do. So, you know, it, it, again, I expect lay people to not know. What, what galls me is the scientists, so-called, that get on the radio and the TV telling folks, you got to get this vaccine because that's the only way. There's no other way. That's not true. Well, I will. The last thing I will say is that I I was laughing because um, uh, there was a couple of different events that are going on, and people are sending out invitations, and people are so you know saying that if you ain't you, you don't have the COVID vaccine, you can't come. And I already have declined a whole bunch of invitations and stuff because I said I'll be the only person there who they won't be vaccinated because I'm not doing it. And you know, the, you know, the, the the character of a person is not, you know, when things are easy, but is when when the pressure is on. And I, I'm using my critical thinking skills to make a decision about what's best for my life and for my family. Um, I have my family members here; they live in in my house. None of us have taken it. So you brothers stay strong, and uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Yes, yeah, good. Well, we, Thank you for your call, before bro. we leave, before I leave there, I hope I'll give out my number, and you can call. Oh, yeah. We dispense. We dispense ivermectin right from the office. You can call, order it with instructions, and we've been sending it all over the country. Okay, thank you. And plus, I'm uh, I'm gonna get him, Brother Maurice, to talk about some of those other alternative treatments that he mentioned earlier. Some of the uh, the high dose uh, vitamin A and vitamin C. So we'll we'll get into a lot of different things uh, before the program ends uh, tonight. Um, let's go to another call. Caller, are you there? Your line is open, caller. Caller, are you there? Hey. Yes, I hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just wanted to thank you uh, for having the doctor on, and um, I have been holding out also. Um, I do a lot of research, and based on my information on the past, about, you know, they have been doing these experiments and things like that on us. I do not trust it. Um, I'm just kind of concerned about... Um, I think that they may be soon. They will probably try to mandate this thing. Um, I work at a job where, um, starting in September, uh, they will be making us uh, those that um, you know have not taken a vaccine. You have to at least uh, get tested once a week in order for you to, um, you know, work. So at least I have the option of not, you know, um, getting uh, tested um, as opposed to getting a vaccine, but. I'm thinking, you know, the way things are going, the way Biden is talking and these different, especially New York City's, um, the way they, um, you know, implemented this whole um, mandated um, plan. Uh, and that's one, of, that's like a major city. I'm thinking that it will eventually become a mandate. So um, I wanted to know if the doctor knows of any other vaccines or anything that will be coming up um uh, soon be brought out soon um, that may be natural. I know you, you've talked about it on your show before, um, 
uh, Elliot um, and Richard, um, but I just wanted to see if he had any other input in regards to um, any new um, findings about, um, you know, new vaccines or something like that, that which would be um, something more of a healthier option that he would maybe advise us to take. And that's all I had to um, share. Thank you. Okay, I'll get him to talk about that now. I, w- I was going to hold off a little bit. But uh, Dr. Burton, you mentioned yes. earlier about, um, and, and I guess we'll mention a few others, but you mentioned earlier about some alternative treatment that you do at the office. You mentioned exactly. high-dose vitamin A and high-dose vitamin C. Tell the exactly. listening audience about that. Well, about 30-plus years ago, I, I, I met a gentleman out of California who told me at a meeting that uh, uh, cold and flu viruses are very easily uh, inundated and overwhelmed if you take uh, massive doses of vitamin A and, and uh, garlic. So I asked him about the dosing schedule. He gave it to me, and basically it's 400,000. That's 400,000 international units of vitamin A or beta carotene. Now, here's the difference. Beta carotene is converted by the liver into vitamin A. So if you don't have a liver problem, you can take beta carotene, which is often a little cheaper than vitamin A, or you can take vitamin A, either or. But if you have a liver problem, like people have a history of hepatitis B or some other liver problem, you may have difficulty converting beta carotene to vitamin A. You'd have to take vitamin A to bypass that step where the liver has to convert it. So if liver is not an issue, take beta carotene or garlic, but 400,000 international units. The easiest way to do that, of course, is to take the 25,000 international unit capsules and you take 16 of those. Now, people say, that's a lot of capsules. Capsules are only there for your convenience. Open the capsules up, put a needle in it, squeeze out the oil, and uh, swallow it. And the other ingredient is 6,000 milligrams of garlic. You just get the, uh, five to 600, uh, five to 600 milligram capsules, usually 500 milligrams. Sometimes you see it 400. Just get as close to 6,000 as you can, and you take them at one sitting. Don't take a few in the morning and a few in the afternoon. Take them all at one sitting. They literally overwhelm the virus. And what you do is, as the gentleman said earlier, at the first sign, when you know, most people know when they, you know, I know if I start sneezing, I can't stop sneezing, I know I got a cold coming on, or sore throat, or a cough. Whatever your usual routine is that lets you know something new is coming on, That's when you do it. And you do it each day until all your symptoms clear. Usually, if uh, usually two to three days, things are pretty cool. But bottom line is, just like they say with this vaccine, it won't be that severe. You'll be able to continue to work and function. You shouldn't be bedridden. And, uh, you know, in a few days, you should be good. And that's the high vitamin C and vitamin A? Well, no, no, that's vitamin. Now, vitamin C, I added later just as an addition. Okay. And when I tell people vitamin, because some people say, well, doc, I use just vitamin C. Well, I found if you add vitamin C, it's even better. And as far as dosing for vitamin C, I tell people take five to 10,000. Usually once a person gets to 10,000 milligrams, which is 10 grams of vitamin C, which you can often get in a powder, which makes it a little easier to mix it with some water. uh, You get to what we call bowel tolerance, meaning you're, Body's gotten as much as it's going to be able to absorb and it'll throw the rest off in the bowel and cause your stools to get loose to get rid of the excess vitamin C. So when you get to that point, you know you've saturated the body, so you're good. So vitamin A, garlic, vitamin C, you're good. 
Good. I'm, and I'll get you to talk about that again before we leave uh, the program yeah. tonight. Let's go to uh, 314 Missouri. 314. Hey, Elliot. I appreciate your show. How are you, sir? Hey, a couple of things. A couple of things that I, I, I think that needs to be said. I think holistic medicine sometimes take the opinion that it is uh, opposed to uh, modern medicine. Uh, the fact that holistic medicine works does not erase the fact that modern medicine works. Uh, now, when it comes to the virus, I took the I took the shot. I took the shot. Uh, the data shows that this this virus can end up killing 10% of the African American population. That's how contagious it is. And I know the doctor said that the Delta variant is not the COVID-19. That's not. That's just not correct. The Delta variant, the Delta, the Delta strain, the Delta virus, the Delta is simply just where the virus mutates and it becomes a separate uh, portion of the virus on the tree. It only makes it more contagious. It does not mean that the virus, the vaccine does not work against it. So just because viruses are always mutating to try to find a better way to spread, because that's how a virus lives, by spreading. Once a virus can't spread, it, it goes away. It's no good. Now, just because there are some other medicines that may be showing effectiveness. Well, well wait a minute. Before you, before you get to that, let me get Dr. Burton to uh, answer what you just asserted. Yes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Carla, I'm so happy you called because nobody ever called me and challenges me. And this is really fun now. What you're saying is you took the vaccine because it's been shown it kills 10% of the black population, right? Now, no, I, took t- the, I took the vaccine for two reasons. Why Once, that? it was killing the African-American. It was killing people. The, the other thing is the science has proven that it does work. Proven to who? Didn't prove it to me. What is your scientific background? I'm just curious. My scientific background, I sold, I sold pharmaceutical medicines for 20 years. So I have a, a basic knowledge of medicine. So you work for the drug companies? Yeah. Okay. But, you do know. You, well, wait, understand. Hold on. I, trust me. I've been studying this since 1967. I understand. What I'm trying to get you to understand, though, is that if you understand the basic science of immunology, the COVID-19 vaccine makes no sense. Now, you say it's been proven scientifically. Proven to who? They like to say, oh, this has been proven. Proven by who? It's never been double-blinded. Who, who proved it? Prove what? The bottom line is, explain to me what happened in India. Why don't we see all of the news covering all of the bodies being burned in funeral pies all over India like they did two months ago? What happened in India? There, there's mass death in India, but but here. Yeah, no, no, not that. now, not now. What happened? The virus, at some point in time, reaches its capacity where it cannot spread anymore, oh, and so it takes a die. Wait, wait. Where, but let, let me the, go back to your original point. No, 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 no. Let me hold, 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 hold. Where did the Delta virus develop? The Delta virus developed uh, in India. Why aren't they still having a problem? Look, it's been it's been two months. So if if, if the Delta virus reached herd immunity and they're all cool now, we should be good in another month or so here, right? <laughs> Without doing any extra vaccination. The, the statistics are showing that in most cases, in most states, it is starting to plunge. In Texas, Texas and Florida is not plunging earlier. You oh, wait, cannot you back, see you. Drugs. You got to back up. If, at some point, you got to no, no, back no. up you one of your statements. Now, you said something earlier that was not factually true. 
Good. And what I is say that? that with respect. What is that? You cannot submit a application to the FDA without a double-blinded placebo study. Study. You cannot do it. Wait, wait. Say that again, sir. Please. You cannot submit a application for approval by the FDA without a double-blind placebo study. It has to show efficacy in the virus, in the vaccine. And the only way you can show the efficacy is you would have to have some other standard and have to show that efficacy takes place. So it had to have a double-blind placebo study. So you're saying this uh, uh, Johnson Johnson was double-blind placebo control? Everybody had one. You can prove the vaccine, that. The vaccine had to show. The vaccine had so to wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me all of the vaccines have been double blinded. That's double the only way you can approve it. Hold okay. A double blind placebo study shows that actually one of two things. You take the vaccine or the placebo. So, so what you said. So, what, so, okay. I, I think I got you now. Get ready. I got you. Every year there's a flu vaccine. Every one of those flu vaccines is double blinded. No, no. This flu vaccine every well, year is a variant. No, it this doesn't require approval. Well, you just said approval. they all wait. You just said they all require double-blind placebo-controlled studies to get approval through the FDA. I'm telling let me, you. Let me, let me, let me explain. explain. Let me no, explain. Let, me, no let, let me let me say this, and then you and then you can have your statement. Every year, I call the drug company, so I call I call the drug store, so I have to call them prescriptions for patients. Every summer for the last thirty plus years, I have listened to the drug companies, CVS, Rite Aid. They all have their uh, uh, pre-recorded prompts, and they say, "Come in for your flu shot. We're ready for you." Well, wait a minute. It's July. Flu hasn't even shown up yet. Flu doesn't show up until the fall in the winter. How do you have a vaccine ready for a flu that hasn't even shown up? And when you question an expert, so-called, you know what they say? Oh, we make a guesstimation. A guesstimation negates the whole principle of immunology. It makes no sense. Okay. You want me to all answer I'm trying that? To tell you, all I'm trying to tell you is it makes no sense scientifically. Again, I expect a layperson to not understand that. But I expect no, I somebody who sat in medical exactly school. Pardon me? I understand perfectly well what you're saying. So how, how does that make sense to you? Okay, let me explain to you. Each well, and, 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 and wait a minute. I want you to bring that to because there's other callers on and they, they got questions. Okay. okay. See, I don't, I listen. I, and all I'm saying is this. The doctor that we have on has over 40 years experience, uh, in his field. Graduated from the top school, the top black school in this country, medical school. So, I, you know, I, listen, however you feel about it, if you got a shot, that's good. I'm trying to give inf- people information that have taken the shot or don't want to take the shot, how to protect their immune system. That's what's going to keep them alive, not taking these shots. Brother, I don't. It, if you took the shot, well and good. You ain't going to convince Ellie, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the debate. That's not what I'm Well, debating. I don't I want you necessarily debate. to debate this man. This man has information you know, that's going to help people. You, you know, saying, just, just saying I've taken the I shot and people taking the shot. Go ahead. No, you just, missed my original point. My original ahead. point was holistic medicine does not rule out Modern medicine and modern medicine does not rule out holistic. Well, medicine. you've never said that. Oh, you know what? Holistic medicine does not negate modern medicine. Yeah. Well, let, let me. Let me. He let was me. saying earlier, Elliot, and I, I've spoken to doctors half of my life. Let me. I mean, that what he's saying earlier. Each year, you get a flu shot. You get a shot because of a variant of the original flu. 
that is automatic approval when they discover the variant. They make the vaccine for that. It takes two. It takes if one to two years. Somebody wants. If somebody wants to say. If somebody wants to say years. that I want to do holistic medicine, they're perfectly willing to do that, Elliot. That's that's not a debatable issue. But you sir. cannot debate the science that sir. study shows uh, it sir. did something and it did not do something. Sir, can I say? Let me. And I, you make a good point. Then let me say this. You said holistic medicine does not negate modern medicine and modern uh, so-called. Um, Standard medicine does not negate holistic medicine. Here's the deal. There are many things in holistic medicine that don't work, and there's a lot of things in standard medicine that don't work. The difference is a lot of things in standard medicine that don't work are also very dangerous. First of all, I agree. I know, I agree. I know, a, person, I know a person personally who died after the second shot. Now, you were fortunate, but I know a person who actually died after they got their second shot. So point I'm making to you is this. No one on my program has, has died from COVID. I have not a COVID loss. So I hear what you're saying, but the way you're saying is the only way to fix this thing is with a vaccine. I'm saying that is absolutely fundamentally wrong. No way that's correct. In fact, I know people, I, I could call two guys tomorrow and give you their numbers who were in West Africa treating Ebola for $27 a patient using intravenous ozone and we're run out of the country because the government said we're going to develop a vaccine. Now, you never heard about that. But I'm trying to tell you, there are other the ways vac- to treat viruses besides vaccines. Vaccines the don't virus, kill viruses. The vaccine, the vaccine does not cure the virus. That's the right. The body cures the virus. The body fights off the virus. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can kill the virus with intravenous ozone. You can kill the virus with egg, egg, uh, egg, uh, high doses of vitamin C. You can kill the virus with uh, ivermectin. You can kill the virus. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And if you don't believe that, do your research. You'll find that you can kill, just like you can kill syphilis, which is not a virus, it's a bacteria, just like you can kill gonorrhea, which is a bacteria, not a virus. But viruses are living things. All living things can be killed. All living things can be killed. I'm going to say okay. this, and right. I'm, I'm going to let you get your own call. Your other call. Ivermectin was shown. There was a number of clinical studies shown. When it was done by a number of reputable organizations, a Cochrane organization, uh, a bunch of independent researchers, they showed that there was no conclusive study to show ivermectin was actually had any effect on coronavirus. Yeah, you well, he, the, the doctor just told you, you why. Why you that You drank the Kool-Aid. You okay. drank the Kool-Aid, brother. Like, Brother, hey, I appreciate your point. Elliot, I appreciate your show. I'm, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you called. I'm happy you called because nobody... I'm nobody, not going to hold your time, Elliot. I always I'm, appreciate I'm on, the, I'm on the radio a lot. Nobody ever calls me up and challenges me. I invite them to get... Send your doctors. Send your immunologists and all your PhDs. Let them debate me on that issue because that's not true. It's just not true. Brother, thank you for your contribution. I appreciate that, brother. Right. Let's go to... Uh, to Boy, wait a two one five three zero seven. Can't have Mahali without Joe Frazier, brother. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Three zero two one five three zero seven. Are you there? Yes. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, good evening uh, to you, Doctor Burton, and to you, Elliot Rich. Doctor Burton, I have a couple of questions uh, f- uh, for you. Uh, first. Uh, one of the things that I've been noticing in, in pushing the vaccines, and I don't know if, if it's me or am I imagining things, but I, 
particularly pushing the vaccine to 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 black people uh the use of it seems to me uh black female doctors is that is that my imagination <laughs> yeah that's uh, am i i mean am i I mean, I know there's some black male doctors, too, but it seems to me that black female doctors in particular are being used to push the uh, vaccine. And then the second question I have for you is this. You, you, you just talked about uh, you mentioned uh, syphilis and gonorrhea is back. Here. What, what what is bacterial and viral infections? Uh, what is the difference between the two and which which one tend to cause more Havoc. Bacterial infections are, or viral infections, or do they both? Are they both equally as dangerous? Good, good question. Understand. Uh, I, I, I probably have to do a little research on that one to tell you which one is uh, more devastating. But uh, the differences is between a virus and a bacteria is a bacteria in, is a whole entity of, of uh, unto itself that can cause disease. Right. A virus is a uh, uh, genetic material that has to take your cell, get into it, and use the uh, apparatus in your cell to reproduce itself. A bacteria can reproduce itself all on its own. So it's like, what's the difference between a lion and a wolf? They, they both will kill you, but the lion is a little more dangerous than the wolf. Or they operate a little differently. I, mean, I don't know if that's a good analogy. What, but oh, okay. the bottom line is, bacteria, and, and, and there are no uh, recognized antibiotics that are readily used for viruses and there are for uh, bacteria. That's why, like I said earlier in my discussion, that uh, penicillin, when it showed up on the scene, gave modern medicine a big shot in the arm, uh, pardon the pun, uh, because uh, for centuries people have been suffering from penicillin and, and gonorrhea and several other uh, bacterial infections that uh, were you know pretty much... Uh, uh, resilient against anything they, we put against it. But penicillin knocked it out. Matter of fact, what's been interesting, syphilis has never developed a, a, an immunity against penicillin to this day. If you came to my office tomorrow and said, Doc, I got penicillin, you got a holistic medicine? I said, yeah, it's called penicillin because it works. As the gentleman said, modern medicine does have some things that work. But uh, when it comes to viruses, uh, that's a little bit different story. Although there are things that work, it's just that uh, the medical community has got us believing, you know, we, as one of my uh, mentees, I, I got him involved in alternative medicine back in the 90s when we talked periodically. He says, Doc, the reason why a lot of people don't understand is because they remember a different church. Medicine is more philosophy and religion in many aspects than it is real science. People believe that the, va the vaccine is going to work. They believe they're going to be protected. Okay? And then add to that a mandate power you got a you got a money making machine unreal. I mean, think about the kind of money they're making. People say, "Well, I get the vaccine for free." Well, not really. <laughs> uh, we already paid for that vaccine. Somewhere between thirty and fifty billion dollars was given to uh, Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer to make this vaccine and produce right. it. And every time you go to CVS or Rite Aid or, or Walgreens and you get a shot from the from the pharmacist was given a shot, they bill Medicare 10 bucks per shot. Okay? So uh, they're making a ton of cash. Everybody getting paid. And Doesn't adding on paid, this, this boost, and they're paid. pushing this booster shot. Oh, you know. well, hey, and it's going to be a booster on top of that. 
I mean, right. understand. See, understand. The reason why the last caller, I, I, I got a little excited. I, I, I hope I hope it didn't take offense to anything I was saying, because I appreciate his call, truly do. Uh, I predicted all this last year. I told folks, look, here's what's going to happen. This is how it works. They're going to develop a vaccine. Then they're going to have to develop a booster because it's going to it's going to vary. It's going to get and they call it variants. It's another virus. It's another variant. It's another virus. Wait, why, why doesn't chickenpox do a variant? How come we don't have a chickenpox variant? How come we don't have a measles variant? They're viruses. How come we don't have a variant there? This is another virus. That's why I listen to Fauci. Check what Fauci said last month. This is not COVID. He said in his words, this is not COVID-19. It's not. And he's right. That's the truest thing Fauci said in the last year and a half. This ain't COVID-19. So and bottom Delta line is, is that's another why virus completely. It's another virus. Look, man. Governor Abbott of Texas was vaccinated three times, and he just tested positive for COVID. And and now Jesse Jackson and his wife, they're exactly. they're in the hospital and, now. And they're not going to be the last. It's going to be right. more. It's going to be more. <laughs> I, you know, hopefully that brother I just spoke to won't get it again, but he ain't protected against Delta. He protected, he thinks he is, and I hope he doesn't get it. But he okay. ain't and, and, and now the black female doctor thing, Rook, is that is that is this my imagination? Well, you, you, you know what? I'm glad you pointed that out because I've noticed that, but I haven't really thought too much about it. But now that you pointed it out, I'm gonna think a little bit more about it. Because yeah, it, it does seem that you see a lot of black female physicians uh, uh, on and, and women of different uh, uh, like Asian Asian doctors and whatever uh, being the ones who are really pushing this uh, vaccine. But again. As one of the earlier brothers called, uh, he's right. About a year ago, when this thing first blew, I called into one of the local radio stations to ad, you know, advocate for the uh, vitamin A and the garlic, so folks have at least a fighting chance. And he shut me down uh, immediately. But when he has these uh, the Black Doctors Consortiums on, he right. doesn't take calls because I try to call in to ask them questions. He doesn't take calls. And 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 he he's kissing their butt like they were the only the uh, absolutely. Well, I, well, I heard well, I heard I heard that call. I know I know who you're talking about. So okay. I, heard, I heard that call, and and I heard the call uh, a couple weeks ago when when you when you called in and and uh, you talking about Renee? You talking about for Tom? Right, absolutely. Her, oh man, I mean, you heard that, that? That was that was what she did to you was ignorant. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd say about that—the way she treated you. So, well, yeah. but see, but see again, again. That's why I appreciated the brother calling in recently and giving me some feedback, some pushback, because I never get any real pushback because they don't give me a chance to even talk. Absolutely, they just shut—they just shut you down. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know the reason why they shut it down because they have no real basis for backing it up. That's why I asked the brother his medical background. Because I'd love to have a MD uh, who's a specialist in this field, like Offit, Paul, Paul Offit. You heard about him? He's the vaccine man here at Children's Hospital. I love to get with him on this vaccine business. He's, he's been put, he pushes vaccine all the time because again, he's a pediatrician, and the bread and butter of pediatric businesses, vaccines. Again, children get more vaccines than any other age group in the society. Why they don't get vaccines, nobody's given it yet. Nobody's given any kind of scientific, logical answer or reason for why children aren't getting vaccines, if that's such a great thing for children. <laughs> well, well, all right, Dr. Burton, thanks a lot.
lot, man, for answering my questions. Uh, I appreciate that, man. You're welcome. So, uh, Thanks for calling, man. Thanks for listening and hearing those uh, calls that I had in the past. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your contribution, brother. Okay. Let's go to 267. 267, are you there? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to be real quick. Um, yeah, I'd like to thank Dr. Burton. And I remember Farrakhan saying that this vaccination is more deadly than Jim Jones's Kool-Aid. And for that caller, you need to listen to Dr. Sean Brooks that said that the vaccination reduces your immune system. The first shot, 15%. The second shot, 35%. He said, if you get the booster, you'll be dead. And, then he, and, and, and they say that the vac prevents you from serious symptoms, keeps you out of the hospital. Well, why Jesse Jackson and his wife in there? And my friend, Germantown Joe, my father, they said, since when is white people or white supremacy worrying about the uh, black people's uh, health and well-being. And my question to you is, um, do you think that this vaccination is for money and to depopulate the planet? I can't say whether it's about depopulating the planet, although we can have a discussion about uh, vaccines in general with respect to that uh, goal. But I do know it's about the money. Matter of fact, my philosophy is anything that makes anything that's done on a large scale, particularly in the Western world, it's about the money. Always look at the money. And think now that that, that, like that brother they called in who worked for the drug companies, nobody makes more money than the drug companies. I mean, let me give you a little story, a little quick aside, a side story. I studied in 1988 with a guy named Milton Reeder in New York City. Milton Reeder was uh, the developer of a technique called the sphenopalatine ganglionic blockade. It's a treatment used to treat chronic pain. Okay? Now, here's the catch. It requires you use pure flake cocaine to do it. Now, I know everybody's got shook up. You can't get addicted to it the way he administers it and the way he dilutes it. But he told me, as an ear, and throat doctor in the 1920s, he was born January 4, 1900. He was 88 years old in 1988 when he taught me how to do the therapy. I met David Brenner, the Philadelphia comedian, at his office. He treated Lucky Luciano, John Kennedy, Winston Churchill, Yul Brenner. He treated everybody. Now, he said 1972, he could buy from a legitimate drug, uh, a drug house in the country a 25-gram a bottle of pure flake cocaine which is commonly used in the ear, nose, and throat business back in those days because it's the best local anesthetic known to man. That's why in old uh, detective shows used to see uh, when they did a drug bust, they take their tongue and touch it to the, the so-called cocaine because if it's true cocaine, it'll immediately numb their tongue. It numbs all mucous membranes. Well, he said he could buy a 25-gram bottle of pure flake cocaine for $35, 1972. The last time I tried to buy a bottle, a 25-gram bottle of pure flake cocaine, which is about 15, 20 years ago, it was $5,000. Now, name anything in the economy that you can go from $35 to $5,000 that you can grow. Now, you got to dig it up and look for it and mine it. You can grow it and keep growing it to make that kind of money. And you're going to tell me, just say no to drugs. We can get rid of drugs by just saying no, 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 no. It makes too much money. Carla, thank you for your contribution. 
Thank you. All right. Let's go to 215 again. 215-768-215. are you there? Let's put them back on hold. Let's go to 505. 505. Albuquerque, 505. Let's put them on. Let's go to 469. 469 in McKinley, McKinley Texas. 469. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, could you, again, doctor, give that book that you had referred to earlier uh, in your show? Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was something related to a holistic book or something to that sort. You talking about thyroid? Um, the book about thyroid, hypothyroidism. Yeah. Then, okay, yeah. I'm, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because you know one of the most common refrain or uh, phrases you hear in, in my business or uh, just in general conversation when you talk about holistic medicine or any medicine in general, they'll say, "Well, I want to boost my immune system. I got to boost my immune system. What can I get to boost my immune system?" Well, that's an interesting concept because Leo Roy taught me many years ago. He was a, a alternative doc out of Canada. He said, "Look." Everything is your immune system. Everything's trying to keep you protected. But there's one key factor that you must keep in thought in mind, and that's the thyroid gland. The thyroid gland is probably the most common medical problem we see in this. I, I call it the true pandemic. People have low thyroids, and the way you can check it to see if you got a low thyroid is relatively simple. Get you a, a real thermometer. I mean, I know it's kind of tough out here because the old thermometers, the old mercury thermometers, they outlawed. You know, you can't put, you can't use mercury in in, in medicine anymore because it's too dangerous. And the only people that can use that is dentists. They can still put it in your mouth because that's the way dentists do. Um, sorry to suck on it, but you can't put it in the thermometer. But bottom line is, you get a thermometer, you take your temperature, nine in the morning, twelve noon, and three in the afternoon, and average those temperatures over a five day period. And if the average temperature is not getting anywhere between 98 and 99 degrees Fahrenheit, then you probably got a thyroid problem, okay? Now, the name of the book was Hypo, H-Y-P-O, Thyroidism, Hypothyroidism, colon, The Unsuspected Illness. And the author is Broda, B-R-O-D-A, B as in boy, R-O-D-A, Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, M-D-P-H-D. That book changes everything. Can you spell that one more time, his name? B as in boy, R as in Ralph, O as in over, D as in dog, A as in Alfred, Broda, Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, Barnes. Okay. It'll change Thank everything. You. you read that book, changes everything. Thank you so much. Uh, did you know about um, familiar, well, I'm sure you were, uh, did you ever correspond with Dr. Golf? Dr. Golf, Golf, G-O-S-S. He was a holistic doctor out of Compton, California. And no, I never to... did. Oh, really? I'm surprised you didn't. You weren't familiar with him. He, Yeah, he just passed away a few weeks ago. He oh, had a line of products called New Body. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised you'd never really heard of him. No, I didn't. Mean, Dr. I, I, I Paul Golf. No, I've yeah. never heard of him. Okay. All right. Yeah, Thank you so much for for the information. You're welcome. All right. You know, I also want to mention, uh, Elliot, uh, I appreciate you uh, playing your uh, recordings of uh, 
two of my great teachers, Malcolm X and Kwame Ture. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to take another brief break, and uh, we're coming down the home stretch. You still got a few more minutes, Dr. Burton? Yeah, I'll give you a few more. Go ahead. Good. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, we got uh, two callers left, 215 and 646 is left. Uh, and, and anybody else can squeeze in with the time we have left by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. We're in conversation with medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness and Injury Center in Woodwood, Pennsylvania, Dr. Frederick Burton. We'll be right back. Listening to Time for an Awakening. Time for an Awakening with host Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at Time for an Awakening at gmail.com. All Insurance Incorporated, an African-American-owned and operated insurance agency in business for over 20 years. Located at 231 Southeastern Road in Glenside, PA, with other offices in Germantown and West Philadelphia. Call now for commercial insurance quotes, homeowners insurance quotes, automobile insurance quotes, notary and tax services. Representing over 15 major A-rated insurance companies. Offering a discount on all notary services when you call in for a free quote. Call this number, 21 215- 215-885-2444. That number is 215-885-2444. 215-885-2444. All Insurance Incorporated. RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter, serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today, 484-268-9837. Escape the digital plantation. Abibitumi.com, Abibitumi.tv, Abibitumi.tv.com, Abibitumi.store are here for you. You are ready to be free of non-African social media. Don't run from danger. Run to safety. Abibitumi.com is here for you. You are ready to be free of digital plantations to control your own products. Abibitumi.store is here for you. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Black Power. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. The only word you need to know to join your global commit to you black family, to join your interconnected commit to you black communities, escape the digital plantation now. Abibitumi.com, abibitumi.tv, abibitumitv.com, abibitumi.store. We are here for you. Escape the digital plantation.
know that this problem needs to be solved and we can't keep relegating it to generation after generation because a few of us got a little money, a few of us got positions, a few of us have wealth while the masses of our people are going steadily down. No one man can rise above the condition of his people. See, brother said responsibility. Is it, is it that we should let them take responsibility to do for us? Or should we pool the knowledge that's at the table, the power that's in our community, the wealth that's in our community to change the harsh reality of black life in America? We have to do the job of fulfilling the black agenda. Thank you. message to the black man because the black man today is a man who has been made now almost into a laughing stock nobody takes the black man serious we're just used to be somebody's tool we are the sportsmen we're the singers and the dancers and we're also labeled as the pimps and the criminals and the drug dealers, and the killers, and the vagabonds of society. We're the bogeymen of British society and other Western systems. And we want to dispel that lie and destroy those myths and put the black man back on the map where we belong. Who is the black man? The black man is the original man. If it wasn't for the black man, no other men could be on this planet. We are the fathers of humanity. We gave birth to all of you. today, Reverend. You can't do nothing for me. See, that's what we got to be careful of. We got to be careful of who we bow down to. 
But see, when you get in your congregation and you talk this Jesus, this powerful Jesus that's sitting at the right hand of the Father with all power in his hand, then you go with your hat in your hand to the governor, to the mayor, to the president, begging for some crumbs. You have sold your God cheap. And you make the white man downtown disrespect all of us. Time for an Awakening is a proud part of the Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black digital and podcasting platform. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. It's 9.07 here in the city of Philadelphia, and we're in the Sunday edition of Time for an Awakening. Our guest this evening, the topic, COVID-19, the vaccine in black America, our guest this evening is medical and holistic doctor and director of the Burton Wellness and Injury Center in Winwood, Pennsylvania. Dr. Fred Burton is with us. You can join the conversation in the time we have left by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. Let's go back to the phones. Dr. Burton, you still with me? Still here. Okay, let's go to 215-215. Good evening, Brother Elliot. And good evening, Brother Richard. And good evening, my dear brother and friend, Dr. Burton. How you doing, Dr. Burton? Good job, Joe, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, Dr. Burton. Excellent show, Dr. Good information. You know, I'm going to try to be as quick as I can because I know you got Ellie got another caller on the line. You know, Dr. Burton, when you were talking to the brother from Missouri, it made me think about a good friend of mine who I talked to yesterday. I worked with this sister for like about 20-something years at the, at the hospital over in South Jersey. And she's a good sister. You know, she's like 70 in the early 70s, and she got really upset with me because she was asking me, she said, Joe, did you get the shot? I know you didn't get the shot. She said, I knew you was telling me you weren't going to get the shot. She said, I hope you changed your mind. I said, no, I didn't. I said, I'm not getting it. I said, uh, I said, I have uh, did the things I said I would do. I continue my regimen of, of ivermectin and, and zinc and everything, and I, you know, in my immune system, I eat, eat right, eat the right vegetables and fruits, exercise, drink alkaline water, and I said, I said, I must be doing something right, I said, because I've been tested twice, and I, and each time my test came back negative, so I must be doing something right. So she says, well, Joe, I just understand, Joe. She said, and she was trying to clean it up at the same time, Dr. Burton. She was saying, well, Joe, I, I know I don't trust these white folks either, but, Joe, I think it's I think you need to stop getting involved with the conspiracy theories. I got the second shot. And she said, you're right. She said, I, I admit after I got the second shot, I got real sick, but since then I've been doing okay. I said, well, Put it this way. I said, if you got the shot and you're okay with it, fine. I said, but, and I wish you well. You know, I said, but I'm not getting it. She said, but see, you can believe all that conspiracy theory and all that this stuff. You know, and again, I understand. I don't trust these white folks either. I said, you keep saying you don't trust them, but you're getting, you're taking a shot and you admit it made you, because she was very sick after she took, she took that second shot. You know, so I'm saying, why is you still beating me up on it for me not getting it? I said, if you want, if you got it and you, and, and I wish you well, fine. I said, why are you beating up on me? Because I just think, Joe, that it's irresponsible for you to encourage others not to get it. I said, I don't tell nobody what to do. I said, I know I'm not getting it. I said, I would hope our people will have 
system to look at alternative ways and dealing with this COVID-19, you know? So we went back and forth with that until finally she just relented and we wanted and talked about something else. So, and, and that's why I say it's, it's amazing how some of our people have drank that Kool-Aid, man. And, and it's just, it's just amazing. And, and Dr. Burton, you know, when brother called up a few minutes ago, brother James, when he was talking about the, the, the host on WRD and Renee, who filled in for this individual, I agree with him. It was so ignorant because I'm saying to myself, if you got, if you worth anything as a host, why won't you have her both sides? I mean, if if, if you so pro vaccine, why not let Dr. Burton say his piece and let the audience of that station make their own decision? But get to shut somebody down because you so pro vaccine, it was disrespectful and it was cowardice and like Brother James said, it was ignorant. You know what I mean? Let let the people decide. But see, again, I noticed Dr. Burton, it's a big shutdown, as you well know, on on the media when it comes to, to, to any kind of alternative medicine. Would be ivermectin, Paxamil, zinc, whatever. They shut it. If you're not talking pro vaccine, they shut you down. And, and, and I noticed that all through the media and stuff, you know. And I and I say this, Dr. Burton, in closing. I know it's over the years. See, I've watched how a lot of white physicians act, and I know it's on any show out there, whether it be public radio or or, or, or the black station or that that we listen to in Philadelphia. I noticed whenever a white physician is on. For the most part, whether male or females, especially the white male physicians, whenever any of the hosts bring up about sup- vitamins, supplements, herbs, they totally shut it down. They totally badmouth it. They don't even give it any kind of treatments at all. And it just let me know, Dr. Burns, like you said earlier, they can't patent it. They can't make money off of it. That should, t- that should be a clue to our people right there, what you're dealing with. Exactly. You know what I mean? Thank you, Dr. Bernard, and I'll, I'll keep listening. And again, Dr. Bernard, thanks for, for, you, for what you did to come on tonight to Brother Ellen and Brother Richard's show, Time for the Awakening. And I mean, you just put out some damn good information, Dr. Burton, because it's like Brother Ellen told the caller from Missouri, it's about keeping our people alive, man. It's about giving our people the right information so they won't just keep falling for this stuff over and over again. Because I, again, I, I close with this, Dr. Burton. I know people family members and stuff who have took the vaccine and got gravely ill. I know friends of mine whose family members took the second shot and they died. They're not here no more. And these people took the second shot and they're not here no more. And that's the honest to God truth. Now, people may not want to believe that, but this is true. They took that second shot. And, and like I said, one of the local pastors here who are a good friend of mine, him and his wife took the second shot and they was gravely ill for a good while. For, for, for a good while, Dr. Burton, they was pr- pretty much in real bad shape. Thank God they better now. So you can't keep on telling me that all these things is happening and that's just some just, just coincidental and stuff, man. It, 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 to me, I'm, not, I'm just not buying that. But anyway, Dr. Burton, thanks for your time. Thanks, Brother Ellen Richard, for having uh, Dr. Burton on. And uh, I'll put me on mute, Ellen, and I'll listen for the rest of the show. All right. Thanks for your call. Welcome. Thanks, man. Let's go to 646 in New York City. 646. Hey, what's happening, Elliot, Richard, and um, Dr. Burton? First question. Um, do you take virtual digits? Absolutely. All right. It is... Well, I'll I'll talk to Ralph and see how I can get in um, touch with you. Second. Well, I'll get him to say it before he leaves also. But go ahead. All right. I got to find something to write it down. Um, Second. Now, I know people talk about debate. But that caller that you had earlier is what our community really needs. See, This is an individual that works within the pharmaceutical industry 
as they call Big Pharma, that is one of the most dangerous organizations, companies in the world. And this guy, who number one is a salesman, who is not trained on the level of you, Dr. Burt, had the audacity to call in and challenge you. And I want to thank him. Brother, I want to thank you, number one, for calling in and getting exposed, but allowing our people to see what type of manipulation one could be under to challenge a real authority based on not total facts, partial facts, and propaganda. Now, I say this. Elliot, to me, you do it like few others do it. You need to find somebody like that caller or even that caller to come back on the air when Dr. Burton is available to have this type of debate so that we could show our community, which is very important, how they're being manipulated to take this so-called vaccination that when you put it into context is more harmful than it's good. Now, let's look at this right quick. Dr. Burton earlier said that there is the coronavirus and then there is the Delta virus. Am I right or wrong, Dr. Burton? That's correct. Okay, point two. Now, they made the vaccination, if I'm not mistaken, for the coronavirus 19, not for the Delta virus. So my question becomes, as a layperson, because I don't know it all, I'm just trying to learn and listen. How the hell do you expect the virus to protect you from a new strain of the virus, Delta? I want, I want, can you just first explain to me the logic behind that? Well, see, that's the whole principle. And I've been trying to get people to understand the flu uh, vaccine for that same reason. Because first of all, the principle of immunology is that you need an exact copy of that specific organism, not a variation of that organism, the exact organism in order to make you a vaccine. And the first... Okay, can you stop right there? Go ahead. Can can you stop right there for the lame person? Yeah. So what you're saying is that in order to treat the following year, a.k.a. the flu, it needs to be basically the same strain of the previous virus and that you have to, why they make a, a new flu shot every year is to deal with the next year's strain of the flu? Exactly. It's like it's like this. If you commit a murder and they say, we got the DNA of your cousin, and you know you committed the murder, you know it can't be your cousin because you're the one did it if they got DNA because DNA is unique. Well, when it comes to viruses, the virus is unique in and of itself. And when they develop a vaccine, 
they develop a vaccine to that specific DNA pattern. When it changes, it's a new, it's a new organism. That's why every year they say you got to get a new flu shot. The problem with that understanding is, is that it takes at least one to two years, usually two to five years to develop a vaccination. So if it's changing every year, how can you ever get ahead of that? And, 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 and let alone that, how could you have a vaccine ready in the summertime for a virus that hasn't even made itself, a, it hasn't appeared yet? How, well, how could that well, be? Well, you see, doctor, this is when you have the ability to do critical thinking. I'm sorry to say, most Negroes don't have the ability to do critical thinking once the white man tell them not to have critical thinking. So whereby, <laughs> the, so whereby the Delta virus that's in play right now, this is why they're trying to push you to take a booster shot, which is not even really suitable for the Delta virus. Exactly. Exactly. You got you got it down. Okay. So now I need you to help me protect myself and protect the listening audience out here who don't want to take the jab. Because let me say this to you, brother, and I'm going to be real, real with you. The propaganda and the push to take this jab is not only evil, it's criminal. And what makes it even worse is, like you said earlier, you have pharmaceutical and doctors who won't even take into consideration what you say. I had a doctor's appointment on Friday, and I asked my doctor for aldometin and hydrocortisone. I may be saying the wrong, the, the, the word wrong, but I quoted you in. And as a prevention, do you know he told me that he would not um, give me the prescription and it, it would be a form of malpractice. So this is this is what this is what we're dealing with. I'm keeping right. it 100 with you. Right. So what I'm saying to you is, I'm trying to find a way to protect myself and hopefully those out there that have some critical thinking skills, protect them. So what would you say would be some sort of a regiment that everyday people could follow to protect ourselves? And then if we want to go a little deeper, set up some sort of virtual conference call or something with you. Because let me tell you something, brother. I just asked one thing, and I think you already willing to do it. Let's find us somebody who's one of these Billy Badasses who think they know everything, who's willing to do like the earlier caller do, challenge you and get that smoke for you to come on and deal with them. Because let me tell you something, Doc, our community needs it. Because we got a lot of people who just ain't getting the basics. So, you know, could you just give me an idea on what we could do to help ourselves until we get in a position to have a conference call with you and you could get back on here and continue to educate us and push out that smoke. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because my wife pointed out to me that when you say virtual, we're doing telephone consults all over the world, actually. So when we give out the number, you can call 
make an appointment, and we'll set you up a telephone conference. That's number one. Number two, uh, I would love to have a, uh, a conversation with someone who is uh, credentialed in the field of immunology because I have some wonderful questions I would like to have them answer for me. Because like I said, I don't understand what they're saying when they say follow the science. Because I've followed the science for many years and what they're saying now doesn't make much sense to me. And when I call and confront them on their regular shows, they shut it down. They don't even want to conversate with me, which tells me something's wrong with this conversation. The, so, science, is, the science, it seems to me, Doc, is nothing but propaganda and BS because I think you showed earlier with that caller that they just not ready to really truly and honestly debate and articulate what they're pushing, because, you know, as quiet as cap, I'm convinced of this now, more and more I listen, is this is some kind of a money grab, money grab and propaganda for population control and maybe some other nefarious type things to not only hurt black people, but to hurt their own. You know right. what I mean? I mean, I'm right. not going to just put it on black people because listen, we ain't we ain't that important to them. But they own they hurting and and every time you get somebody like let's say Robert Kennedy, somebody who's an anti vaxxer or something like that, you got people what you call them. And another thing, do you ever see anything in regards to somebody talking about alternative. So give you a perfect example. You'll never see nobody like a Roland Martin. You'll never see nobody like a Steve Harvey and all these other so-called friends of the black community have anybody come on to their show and talk alternatively like you do. And if they can't do that, then you shouldn't trust them. Now, if you trust them, I'm going to say to you straight up, you're a fool. Because only a person that's really about your best interest will give you an alternative to what they're pushing so that you can have the ability to weigh what you believe as an individual. And if they can't do that, they're your enemy and you shouldn't trust them. Amen. Hey, thank you for your call. Hey, listen, um, uh, I'm going to get Dr. Burton to... Uh, go over those uh, things that you can do uh, if you feel yourself getting sick. Because uh, you said you didn't have anything to write yeah. with. Uh, yeah. Try to get something. Oh. And, and plus, I'm going to get Dr. Burton to send it to me, and I'm going to put it on the uh, Time for Awakening website. But I'm going to get oh, him to okay, talk about it now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try once you call him. And then I know my brother Ralph is probably going to write it down, and then he's going to get mad at me for asking. But I'm, I'm going to look for a pen and a piece of paper right now. Okay. Thank you again, Elliot. And it's a powerful show, brother. This is probably one of the most powerful shows that you've had on a long time like the others. But the key thing is tonight, we finally had somebody call in and try and challenge on a real alternative authority. And they got dealt with in a manner that they should have respectfully and with facts. I thank you, Mr. Burton, Dr. Burton. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Talk to you. Uh, Dr. Burton, uh, before yeah. you give that regimen again of the high dose vitamin A and C, let me let me see yeah. if this caller got anything. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Caller, are you there? 
let's put them back on hold. Dr. Burton, uh, we coming to the conclusion. Uh, give, give, yeah. not only give, um, well, yeah, first give that regimen, then I'll give you to give out any numbers, uh, okay. any way people want to order. Go ahead. The regimen is either beta carotene. Now, wait a minute. Before you, before you say that, Dr. Merton, uh, if somebody feels as though they're getting sick. Um, In other words, if you feel, if you feel a cold or flu syndrome or some abnormality in the upper respiratory tract, like you expect when you've had, most of us have had a cold or something of that short in the past. When you feel something's not right, you get, you get kind of a rough idea something ain't right. Sneezing, fever, chills, sore throat, cough, malaise, not feeling good. You, uh, and, and, and of course, even if it's not a cold, this doses can't hurt you. So, you know, so those people who think, well, I've heard that you can overdose on vitamin A. We're talking about long term. We're talking about months of high doses. For several days, it's not going to bother you. So, it's 400,000 international units of vitamin A or beta carotene, like I said, depending upon your liver status. But certainly either one is fine for most people. 400,000 international units. The most convenient way to get that is in the 25,000 international unit dose. That means you take 16 of those 25,000. That'll give you 400,000 international units of vitamin A or beta carotene. In addition, you take six around 6,000 milligrams of garlic here, there. And how many, but, how many, about how many ta- uh, tablets? In other words, it? if you get the 500 milligram caps, it's going to be 12. Okay. And you take them at one sitting, you know, take a few now and a few later. You, you literally overwhelm the virus by loading up on those and you take them each day until your symptoms clear. You can add vitamin C. That's an option. And vitamin C would be five to 10,000 milligrams. And again, you take them all at one sitting. And you take them each day until you feel better. Now, with respect to COVID prevention, I prevent COVID by giving people six milligram tab capsules, two capsules on day one, two capsules on day three, and then every two weeks from day three, you take two more capsules. And we dispense a three-month supply of that for about 70 bucks at our office. With instructions, where I just explained, all that's written down. You don't have to write it down. So anybody who calls in to get that, we send the medicine and the instructions so you can take that we've had no problem we've been dispensing now since january and we've had some really wonderful results i had lost no one yet so everybody's doing good most of the people are taking as a preventive but also dispensing it to close friends and family with COVID and reporting back good results with converting it within 24 to 48 hours so that's a good thing and uh the phone number where you can reach me is 610-610-610 Six four nine forty three twenty five. That's 610-649-HEAL-4325. Dr. Burden, I want to thank you for being with us. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I've done radio a lot of times since uh, med school. I used to do uh, WRVR. I'm sorry. No, what's, what's the name of the city? Fisk University. That's the first time I started doing radio. I've done a lot of radio. DAS, HAT, URD. Even I did a little work on some other stations. And I don't think I've ever had this much fun. <laughs> it's been very interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll That's talk. all I'll yeah, say. Right. We'll talk, Dr. Burton. We'll talk. Yeah, it's been interesting. And the callers, I appreciate the callers. Callers gave some, gave some very interesting commentary, very good questions. Uh, I commend you guys, too, for uh, doing what you do. 
Thanks for being with us, well, Dr. Burton. And it's we'll been talk. enjoyable, brother. We'll talk soon. Okay. Take care now. All right. All Peace. Right. Peace. <clears throat> Before we leave tonight, uh, uh, listen, I hope the listening audience benefited from the information. Uh, give Dr. Burton a call. Um, the virtual visits, I get, you know, I, I wasn't aware that, because I know where his office is here in the city, so I wasn't aware he was doing virtual visits, but that's great for people that's outside the area. Uh, being able to get the ivermectin, the other things, the vitamin C, the vitamin A, the garlic, you can purchase from a health food store. Um, uh, the the IUs, the number of IUs, I, I, I didn't remember because I didn't write it down, but I got it on the podcast. So whoever didn't get that information, I'm, uh, the podcast will be up. You can make sure that you listen to the podcast and get it. And plus, I'll get him to uh, to to email me those things, and maybe I can put it up on the website so you can kind of see it and uh, download it, print it out yourself. Um, you know, before before I leave, let me because I shared with the listening audience uh, some things last week, uh, and I just read a few names, and I'll read a couple of more uh, about the money that your representatives get from these pharmaceutical companies. So you won't hear any, any of your representatives speaking about anything alternative. You won't hear any of them because they're getting paid by the pharmaceutical companies. Now, believe me, all of these people already get a salary for being senators or congressmen. All these other monies that they get, uh, and I'm going to read off some of the monies that they get in checks from the pharmaceutical companies. They get other special interest money given to them. So just keep that in mind when I'm reading off these numbers. Now, these these figures come from the Open Secrets website. And this is only for uh, 2020, 2019 leading into 20. They don't have any figures yet for 20 and 21, which is we're in 21 right now. So this was... The current, the current figures and the money that these CBC members now they got everybody, but I just targeted the CBC members because they're supposed to be our representatives. The money that they have gotten from pharmaceutical companies, and the reason why you won't hear them saying anything about any alternative, all you're going to hear them saying is Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Joe Blow, whatever, whatever new thing comes down the pike, they're going to be pushing it. I read it last week. Uh, I only read about seven last week. I'll read them over, and then I'll continue to read a few more here. James Clyburn received a check from Big Pharma for $133,573. Terry Sewell, $116,750. These are checks they received from Big Pharma, according to Open Secrets. Lisa Blunt Rochester, $106,895. $106,895. C.K. Butterfield, $106,800. Bonnie Coleman Watson, $72,805. Cedric Richmond, $47,300. Uh, Elon Omar, $44,196. Karen Bass, $42,000. $590. Val Demings, I think she's planning to run for Senate. Uh, $16,290. Barbara Lee, $15,646. Elijah Cummings, 
$761. Gregory Meeks, $14,500. Dwight Evans from Pennsylvania here, $14,025. Kwasi Fumi, he just got back into Congress, and he, uh, and he didn't tap back into the money stream already. Kwasi Fumi, $12,225. Marsha Fudge, the one who was the congressman but just was appointed to uh, the Biden cabinet. Uh, Marsha Fudge, $11,275. Jamal Bowman, I think he just went in from New York, $10,996. Maxine Waters, $9,549. Bobby, Bobby Rush, $8,260. Hakeem Jeffries, uh, $7,103. Emmanuel Cleaver, $6,765. So it spans the gamut of how much they're getting. But the thing is, they're getting money. They're cashing checks from Big Pharma. And I didn't read about the agricultural, the architect, the, the different areas, the other special interests. I didn't read those. I just read Big Pharma, and the checks that they're cashing from Big Pharma. These are your representatives. That's why you won't hear them saying anything alternative. And the thing is, you need to question these people. You don't know that they're receiving this money. They'll never tell you. You'll never hear it on some of the show or some of the programs that that the the brother from New York, uh, Brother Jay, mentioned. You'll never hear it discussed on Al Sharpton. Well, he's getting money himself, but he's, an, he's not a politician. You'll never hear it discussed on Al Sharpton or on, on, on uh, Roland Martin or any of those other shows. You'll never hear it discussed, the money that they're getting from Big Pharma or any other money that they're getting. But they're getting paid. They're getting money. Next time you talk to them and see them in your city and they're having a conference or whatever, ask them about the checks they're getting and why. For what purpose? Why are you getting this money? Why don't you let us know about the money you're getting from these people? You got the right to know. They represent you. And they're not uh, equipping you with the proper information. We need all the information we can get in these trying times that's going to get worse and worse. We're going to do our part as uh, a form of black media to at least inform uh the public that listens to this program. Before we leave this evening, uh, I want to give you the lineup for time for an awakening media. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, African Perspectives with Brother Oshi. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Always interesting dialogue and conversation on African Perspectives. That's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Later on that afternoon or that evening, in fact, uh, from 8 to 9, Black Therapy Central with host Dr. Mawia Kanban and Dr. Kamal Kanban. That's 8 to 9 later on Monday evening and from 9 to 10, the first and third Monday of the month, Conversation for Reparations. That's in Cobra's program. On Tuesday, from 8 to 10 p.m., Black Reality Think Tank with host Dr. William Rogers. Uh, on Wednesday, it's our time, the West Georgia Farmer Cooperative, the Black Farmers Program, is from 8 to 9 on Wednesday evenings. Uh, Friday, time for an awakening from 8 until on Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m., the elders of Sankofa 
with Brother Alfonso Watkins and other hosts. And Sunday from 7 until time for An Awakening is back. I want to thank everybody for listening to the program this evening. Lively discussion, as always, and we'll be back on Friday, Lord willing, to continue on this path towards an awakening. Peace. If you're driving through the country on a lazy afternoon Or you're watching your children playing after school They seem to be Try and save the world
Children. To save the children. To save the children.